Hello and welcome to Do Not Resuscitate, the DNR fan cast. Uh, I am the DM Ken. Uh, joining me is Amy. Hi, I'm Amy and I play V, the half-orc fighter. And I actually said that as a question. And next we have <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Bees? Uh, I am Ian. Uh, I play Liam Melsier, a half-elf bard. And Rob. Hi, I'm Rob. I play Seamish. I'm going to fix it up. That's because nobody has any question about me at all. Correct. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am questionless. Um, Unquestionable. Who am I playing? <laughs> <laughs> You're Hamish playing Rob. I'm playing Rob. Hamish Thorleason, the, uh, the uh, Dwarven Sorcerer. And last but not least, CJ. <laughs> Fuck. Hello, my name's CJ, and I play Jacoba, the Drow Bard, and if you say anything other than Team Susan, you're wrong. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have to hear from, from everyone. Are you hashtag Team Susan or hashtag Team Viviana? The ship names are, are very important. <laughs> These are the can real questions, do, and not... Can we do... Listen li to the listeners. You'll be my best friend if you're Team Viviana, okay? <laughs> Everybody will be my best friend. I want to pretend I'm partial. I'm, I'm impartial. Um, uh, if only there was a way to do uh, polls in Discord. Uh, I'm sure there is. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's probably a bot for it. Probably. Or, or we can there's just do what we can just do what Jason and Bree did, which is at everyone following us and do the emote response. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there you go. One of you will have to post uh, that's what I'm Team Viviana, and the other one will have to post Team Susan. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm thinking you two should do that after we post this episode, which I'm hoping to edit because I'm like a couple episodes behind at this point. I need to edit because <laughs> we haven't posted in like a month and a half. It's <laughs> probably, probably we were trying that. to get a backlog, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, now we're, we're working on that. Maybe we can mm -hmm. finally get back to the biweekly schedule I was hoping to do ages ago. And then my dreams were crushed. <laughs> <laughs> and then a Theriacon happened, I think. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, we, we like had no backlog by Theriacon and just hasn't been the same ever since. <laughs> mm. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, okay. So, last time, uh, you guys went to go investigate the column of, of smoke that you saw in the distance to the southeast of Fairbay. And so you decided to march your asses over there. It took about half a day to march over there. And lo and behold, when you arrive, you find a bunch of kobolds clad in like full plate armor made of bronze and you met your old friend the rat king up there a uh, liam went to go scout it out to climb it like a sheer clip face not even a particularly tall one and just wiped himself out because he was so tired <laughs> it was dark you couldn't tell um let's see uh, all, so there's a lot of lot of kobolds over there. They were smelting bronze, so that's what the smoke was coming from. And near the big forge, where it was just a single squad of armored kobolds that you got into combat with, and nearly killed a few people, namely Jeremy. But it, it worked out. You ultimately defeated them. One of them survived because he hid, and you almost killed the Rat King. But the Rat King called for reinforcements, and then 30, 40, 50, and counting kobolds marched their way out of the the little hidey hole and uh all of you wisely decided um maybe you shouldn't kill the rat king <laughs> that would probably be a bad idea 
during that whole combat, Jacoba decided to take that opportunity when everything was dead and everyone had uh, the Rat King under control. Jacoba decided to go invisible and go underground to take a little scouting and found that uh, the underground network that you found for one, was much larger than the one you found under the farm, and for two, was much more refined. The old one was just a, basically a a hole, a trench in the dirt, but this was like actually carved out of stone and was, was well made. And uh, you don't know how far it went because there weren't any huge long passages, but you got the impression that there was a lot, and there was foot traffic, and there were doors everywhere. It felt kind of sub suburban, and it was uh. Very concerning. But the party decided to let the Rat King go because he pinky promised to, uh, you know, he just wanted to live a peaceful life with the Kobolds and they just wanted to build their own society. And I'm not sure if you were all convinced by that, but you said you were. <laughs> Hamish believed it. Uh, I imagine Hamish believes anything. So I'm not sure if the rest of the party heard him like, oh, we just want to have a peaceful society. And if any of you bought that. Um, I don't remember. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, you said you did, but I wasn't sure if you actually believed him or if he was just saying that to get you away or or maybe you just have Fairbay just has new neighbors now. Fairbay's got new neighbors now. <laughs> so you decided to go back to the office, which instead of camping, you decided to huff it. So it was, you know, by midnight, by the time you got there. And first and foremost, you discovered that Cheddar is AWOL. You know, mice are nocturnal, so maybe he's around, but you didn't see him. But you also didn't, like, investigate the entire office, so it could have just been hidden somewhere. You don't know. But he's been moonlighting. And let's see, looking at the notes really quick. Uh, last session you discussed briefly maybe going to the match board to go see what's up over there for fun. And and you, have done, you haven't really done anything more than skim the journals that you got two sessions ago from Edgar Lindquist's place. And these were from the former mayor, Lindquist. So. Well, it sounds like Hamish has got a lot of reading to do. Letters to answer, journals to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, so it's currently midnight. We haven't fast forward. Let's hope he doesn't confuse mm -hmm. the journals with the letters and <laughs> um, respond to uh, I don't, well, Lindquist. A, um, Hamish doesn't have the journals. Either Jacoba or Liam does, and I don't remember who do has them. Uh, I think Jacoba does. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I will say that today. Jacoba has them. Liam has the pen. So when you were sneaking into the office, you found a very fancy ebony and gold inlaid fountain pen that, of course, you took immediately and also used oh, yeah. on some blank trade agreement forms that he had in his desk and you altered them to have full insurance coverage for the business partner. That's right. I think because before the fire was... happened, your thinking maybe was that you could scam him by getting into a fake trade agreement with goods and then claiming maybe that it got lost somewhere along the way. I have no idea, but that sounds like a really good scam. I mean, that's what I assumed because you, you wrote a clause in there that was like, you know, full insurance coverage for loss of property and you stated that your fake business with your persona was just a shipper basically yeah and because it was a good kind of thing that didn't require you to produce anything to to validate your your persona 
True. Um, you're also assuming that I planned that far ahead. <laughs> I didn't think so. I think you were rummaging around, saw forms, saw fancy yeah. pen, and went, I'm a forger. I'm sure I could do something with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think I think he mostly did it as like, you know what, let's have fun with this. Um, but that's a really good idea. <laughs> we'll pretend you thought of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be weird when this like shipment of uh, trade goods gets dropped off the dock for a ship that doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, right. But yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, I figure I would remind people of details because, you know, especially two sessions ago, last session was just, you know, a little side quest, kind of. Hmm. But the the ongoing intrigue, that was a couple sessions mm-hmm. ago. True. Though I don't think we actually came to any sort of agreement. Nope, you actually skipped out on your um, appointment with him entirely. Oh, yeah, because he was a dick. Well, and then I came back later. Well, I mean, no, came back, then skipped back, skipped out on yeah, my Yeah, actually, you never met Lindquist. You met his butler, Archibald, who was a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, Didn't no, like we met Lindquist. Wasn't a no, fan. I, think, I believe we did meet Lindquist when uh, we broke in. Because we, we saw him, floor. we didn't actually meet him. I wouldn't count that as meeting. That was, you mm. saw you know him. what? You saw him reading a book of economics, and then downstairs you heard Amos yell, Dragon! And set the whole courtyard on fire with his garlic lamp oil with cayenne pepper <laughs> which is great to, discra- to dis- distract the people that you needed out of the office so like that heist actually worked out really well we yeah, did but great he's, he's he's a celebrity so being within like 10 feet of him counts as meeting him yeah yeah it's don't lame, you understand this it's a lame claim to fame yeah i met the celebrity one time in that i saw him in passing on the street <laughs> mm-hmm. he nodded at me that means we're best friends right <laughs> exactly <laughs> All right, so it's the middle of the night. Do you guys want to just sleep? I assume V wants to investigate the cheddar situation a bit. Yes. Uh, She's going to just like look around the office and see if she can find him somewhere there, I guess. Okay, yes, investigate. Investigate. Oh, this is not going to be good. 17. Hey. Ooh, it's what? a good thing you didn't have a disadvantage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's, okay. that's just a straight up zero. That's just um, a straight up nothing. Um, right. Would V have mentioned anything during the search for Cheddar? No. Okay. She's just kind of like wandering around looking for him because I don't know that she's mentioned Cheddar at all. Has she? I mean, um, I, we brought him back. We all know about Cheddar. No, I know, but I don't know if she mentioned like her and Cheddar's agreement. Oh, uh, uh, no, no, I don't, I don't think, think so. She mentioned that. Yeah, and he set up shop in Umbrin's office, of which you don't really hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So. Oh, uh, like a little icon. Yeah. I, I found him. <laughs> so. Cheddar! In your investigation. Mm-hmm. First of all, let me roll quickly for the integrity of his house. Um, it, his house is oh. collapsed. It was never in good shape before. It was more fancy than anything. A little origami paper thing. But the walls were just were pretty flimsy, and uh, it hasn't stood up to the test of time being, what, three days? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so it's collapsed. Um, if V is in full worried mom mode, she may worry that he was kidnapped or assaulted or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's that far ahead. <laughs> but if nothing else, there, it, 
it doesn't look good. But it's not like okay. damaged or anything. It just wasn't very good in the first place. But it just fell down. Yeah, it just fell down. But in her okay. investigation, she does find uh, behind so, the bookshelf that it's nestled against, there's a little mouse hole that leads into the wall. Okay. If she looks in the mouse hole, can she see Cheddar? No. The um, near as so as if she's putting her face really close to like try and look, she actually mm-hmm. feels a little cold breeze coming from it. So it probably leads outside <gasps> somewhere. Cheddar's outside. Oh, no. Okay. So, so it's hard to know. Well, I mean, she's not going to go track him down through the city. I guess she'll just kind of like, you know what? She might sleep in Umbrin's office and wait for him to get back. <laughs> Does she want to attempt to shore up the foundation of his home? Mm, yeah, she'll give it a shot. Okay. Um, I'm assuming you're not skilled in origami. So let's just roll a flat D20 to see how well you, you do. <laughs> flat D20. All right. Five. Um, oh, no. You got a standing okay. upright, but it's precarious. <laughs> okay. So, you know what? I think she's going to look at it and then she's just going to pick it up and try to find um, Liam. Is he here or did he leave? Well, I'm assuming at this point it, it's it hasn't been too long after you got back to the office. I imagine <laughs> she peeked in to see Cheddar in the first place. So, mm-hmm. And then I imagine she immediately went, oh, no, where is he? So, mm-hmm. so I can't imagine it's been very long and everyone needs to come in and like unpack, you know, drop their quest items, discuss what they want to do and then decide when they want to go to bed. OK. OK. Yeah, so she go- yeah. So, so like people are probably going to leave here very soon, but I don't think it's been that long. OK. OK. So she'd go find Liam and be like, you're good with like paper stuff, right? Um, sure. I'll assume yes. <laughs> it's probably one of the many miscellaneous skills that that he's learned. <laughs> that so would still gonna... be Liam's reaction, though. <laughs> <laughs> so she's gonna hold up like the paper that used to be Cheddar's house and be like, "Can you can you make a better house out of this? I I'm not I'm not very good." Did Did you make a house for the mouse that can talk? He can't talk yet, as far as I know. Um, oh, right. And he made his own house. I was just trying to fix it because it wasn't very good. It's important. But to turns know for out Liam, I'm also not very good. It's important <laughs> to note for Liam that the like the roof of this house is actually very well made. Like, there's a lot of intricate folds in here, and it looks amazing. But um, either the mouse got lazy or didn't know how to connect walls to that roof. So, like, it's a it's a great top, but then the foundation is just terrible <laughs> um that's incredible considering that as a mouse he doesn't have opposable thumbs <laughs> which give uh people with opposable thumbs an incredible amount of dexterity but he figured he's out a very a way. talented mouse <laughs> um i i uh sure i'll see what i can do all right. Thanks. R- roll a D. And she'll just like drop the paper in his hands <laughs> and walk away for now. <laughs> uh, I'll let Liam roll unskilled decks. So D20 plus. Um, okay. As a note, uh, he would like to find a slightly more robust uh, paper, like a cardstock kind of situation that he might be able to use. Hmm. Uh, let's roll a flat D20 just to see if that's something that was stocked in the office supplies here. Ten? Maybe. Uh, some. 
nothing incredible. Actually, mm. actually, you know what? You know what that ten gets you? That ten, the oh, the thickest paper you can find is like the thick paper, like one stack of thick paper that Umbrin has in his desk. That's clearly used for like official, like special occasion. That is stuff. stuff. Even better than cardstock because it folds a lot better. So I will go with it. But it's very and I'm going to do special. So, <laughs> yep. <clears throat> I'm taking a sheet, and you said a uh, dex check. Yes, eleven. Okay. Well, shit. So, um, much <laughs> better than point. either V or Cheddar did. So this will this will stand up. It's not fancy mm-hmm. or anything, but it's it's structural. Yeah. So yes, and that's what Liam was going for. Sturdy. <laughs> We can we can make it pretty later. Eleven was on purpose, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's exactly what it does. It's nothing fancy, but it's it's just a, like twice folded on either side, goes all the way around, nice little door. Easy. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, so then So now Cheddar has a nice home. Yay! So do you guys want to discuss what your plans are based on what you learned, or do you want to like go to bed? Wake up the next morning fresh, do the normal breakfast ritual, and then discuss plans and things. I like discussing plans over breakfast. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. So we don't have to role play out going to bed every single night. Everyone can just go to their bed situations and then come back. So um, I would like to do something real quick, though. All right. Okay. <laughs> so. I stand corrected. Let's start with well, Jacoba, and then Ian also spoke up, so we'll, uh, we can follow Liam at some point. So it's Jacoba first. J- Jacoba's had a pretty good day, right? Yes. It was better than most. He, he's he's going to think that's kind of fishy, so he's going to head on over to the bathroom again and take a long, <laughs> long look at himself in the mirror. What's fishy? It's fishy that he had a good day for once. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Because two sessions ago, you were just really hot on the table. And that was this morning of today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you've done real well. So you're looking at yourself. (laughs) Just just to see if, uh, like, the voices are kind of not really gone. They're They're definitely still there, but they're not distracting. If you choose to tune into it, it's like a white noise, like your tinnitus right. that you forget's there during the day. But now that it's quiet and you're alone, you, you tune into it and you can hear just a general crowd murmur. If you'd like to roll insight on yourself to like... Heck yeah, I would like to roll insight on myself. Where's insight? There's insight. 17. Okay. So looking at yourself in the mirror, you... You see your face, but somewhere, somewhere in your eyes, you're you're just seeing that maybe maybe this wasn't all you. You're not entirely sure, but thinking, looking real deep inside your own mind, you can hear the voices, and and that introspection gets you in touch with it. And the more you focus on them, the quieter they seem to get. Like. Like they're noticing you're paying attention. Right on. <laughs> After a while, Jacoba's just gonna kind of like close his eyes and just think like, "Lesser and Lesser, come out, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> and as soon as you think that, the voices will suddenly hush. And you hear, "What?" Honestly, I didn't think this would work, but it's working. 
Yeah, well, I, I told you it would work. I mean, I still don't have a body, but, you know. You do have a body, Lester. Well, well, yes, but it's your body, and, well. That, it is my body. But that's not quite right, right? So, I mean, but it's working out, right? Speaking of, I, uh, I've noticed a few things. Like, um, like those kobolds and stuff? How much do you know about yes. kobolds? I know kobolds are a thing. Uh, okay. Um, maybe this is really important to mention now, but I didn't want to get in the way. Kobolds aren't terribly smart. So, like, eh, it's real fishy that they're organizing, you know? Kobolds are like uh, a rat colony or, or ants, you know? They, they, don't, they don't really have governmental bodies. They don't forge. They pick up sticks and they poke them at stuff. They're not... It's, it's very concerning, I'm saying. I, I have a feeling it might be connected to some of the circle stuff. I mean, there was that rat there. Oh yeah, we, we totally killed that rat. But then he he's, he's not dead. Well, yes, I noticed that. And I sensed that, you know, he was connected to the circles in some way. Although I feel like that was obvious. But yes, I... um. When he said he wanted to live in peace, just my opinion, I don't think he was being entirely honest. I think if you had killed the Rat King, the kobolds might have, well, okay, I would say scatter. They probably would have frenzied and they may have attacked the town. So that probably would have been very bad, but at the same time, them organizing is very concerning. So I don't know which is worse, but, hmm. Which would be the lesser of two evils them colonizing i don't know that's the thing okay that's the thing the circles there's a lot of weird stuff going on and and, and i don't know i your your body's kind of attuned to magic differently than mine was so i'm not entirely sure um i play music and shit happens you studied for years and years yes i think they're attuned differently <laughs> well well yes okay yeah that's fair but like um Okay, let's just say I'm a little confused. I'm a, I'm a little disoriented. Uh, I intended to, like, use the magic that was there to inhabit a new body. But then you kind of got in the way. So I apologize for that. And I might be able to be of some help. But honestly, it's exhausting to be conscious and talking. So I think I'm going to keep an eye out. But also, if I lose control of myself in this, things can get bad. There's a lot of notes in here. <laughs> well, why, why don't you go take a nap? And if you figure something out or if you see something, just go, go ahead and talk to me. And I will go do what I need to do um, and process what the fuck is going on. Okay. Sounds like a plan. <sighs> Takes a deep breath. And the exhale that he makes is not like wind rushing. It's like the murmur of a crowd of voices that comes out, which is very unnerving and unnatural. But he quiets down after that. And the voice, the din of voices comes back. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well... Jacob's gonna go to bed. <laughs> he's he's tired. Uh, yeah. He probably he probably imagined all that. He's not sure. 
<laughs> okay, so um, Hamish is snoring very loudly in the main room already. Um, Ian, you said you spoke up earlier. You wanted something with Liam? Yeah, um, Liam just wanted to like very quickly check to see if Zill was home or not before going to bed. He didn't want to say anything. He just wanted to know. Just uh, kind of make a note. Um, taking a peek, uh, by the time you get home, it's like close to one in the morning. Um, mm -hmm. No, not quite. He's not home yet. Okay. Fast forward to the morning. Um, I assume as usual, Liam will be the first to come in in the morning and get ready with for breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, and as you come in, you find a folded up letter, like a sealed envelope on the floor that appears to have been slid under the door. Well, I will pick it up. And I will send you the contents of this letter. Ooh, Ooh. secret message. Um, nope, not that tab, this tab. Yes, it's not terribly long. And it's important to note that it is written in a very scrawled chicken scratch kind of handwriting. It's difficult to make out, but you have the contents of, of the message. Okay, DNR, I have need of your assistance. I will pay a thousand. Ooh, okay, a thousand gold for this task. The task I am hiring DNR for is a dangerous task. He, he really likes the word task here. Uh, this task will require require much battle and care. The task for which I am requesting is to capture a being alive and deliver that being to me being to me the requester at I mean who else would we bring it to okay whatever anyway the being that needs capturing is known as an N a large giant with a crap uh, <laughs> uh, this thing is very mean and tough but the reputation of DNR is large and good tis much good uh, please <laughs> capture alive and deliver to the east road outside of town we uh, okay, there's more than one of them. Wait. We's crossed out. We? We's crossed out. I will meet you there alone. This thing is in the woods. Hard to miss. Um, I'm... Okay, I'm assuming there's... It's uh, the woods with all the zombies whose name escapes me because that's the only one I can think of that's around here. Um, yes, that is by far the closest to Fairbay. Okay. Uh, let me jump... Or no, Not the Fairbay map. Let me jump to the Theria map. You don't care about the Fairbay map right now. It's the High Mantle Forest. It is the High Mantle Forest. Yeah, it's it's the closest piece of woods. There's an end. Okay. Apparently he doesn't have issues with zombies or anything. Or undead things. I hope it's not an undead end. That would be bad. Um, and so I, I suppose he's just going to be sputtering to himself as he goes in and starts making breakfast. Yeah. Well, evidently, the, the grammar on this is very odd. The handwriting is terrible. Mm. <laughs> it's it's uh, not sure what to make of it. Also, where's there? Where are we meeting this person? Uh, Please it, capture. Into, oh, East Road outside of town. OK, wait, how will we know if we have it? This person really hasn't thought this through very much. <laughs> And it's just it's phrased very weirdly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he's going to get to cooking with Jeremy. What's for breakfast? Oh, that is good. Uh, breakfast burritos. Nice. Simple. Hell yeah. Tried and true. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. um, I have a question for the chef. 
What? How crispy are the hash browns? Ooh, that is a good question. Um, what does Jacoba request? Uh, extra crispy. Extra not crispy burnt. it is. Not burnt. Extra crispy. Okay, how does V like her hash browns? <laughs> uh, also extra crispy. Yeah. Hell yeah. I like some crunch <laughs> to it. Okay, so... Uh, not burnt. Everyone's having breakfast. It's, you know, roughly 7, 8 in the morning. Um, is V going to check on Cheddar's new abode? Well, she would have slept in Umbrin's office, actually. Okay. Okay. So that's actually... So the first thing she would do upon waking is... If she was is... in Umbrin's office, she wouldn't have slept that much with the way Hamish was snoring last night. Oh, no. <laughs> you hear him through the walls. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, roll a perception for me at disadvantage because you're sleeping. And that's fair. I, I'm not a very perceptive person either when I'm sleeping. Um, um, if you're sleeping most people for... aren't perceptive when they're sleeping. Yeah, five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and and Cheddar's a little mouse, so. <laughs> so yeah, he he Cheddar will actually be awake and waiting in his new little home, looking at V. Oh. Like he. So I think he stayed up. Oh. <laughs> Cheddar. Okay, so I think she'd like wake up and then just like see him there and be like, "Oh, Cheddar, good. Um, we fixed your house for you." And it. He looks around and and looks back at V. Still can't talk, eh? And Cheddar will tilt his head and. and There's a thing. Uh, he'll scratch his left ear for yes and his right ear for no. Yeah. Actually. Not quite. So he makes eye contact with V. <gasps> and for just a moment, you think you hear a little inkling of something in your head. <gasps> but not quite. You're not sure if you imagined it or not. But after like a moment of nothing, he'll scratch his right ear. I think her ear, her eyes are going to get very big. And she's gonna bend down and look at, like she's gonna get like face to face with Cheddar. <laughs> the image of the, of that huge orc woman like on her tummy, nose to nose with this little mouse. <laughs> Are you a psychic mouse? And he'll he'll scratch his right ear tentatively, like not no kind of. <laughs> Hmm. Do you need anything, or were you, well? Do you need anything? And and he'll he'll like look to the side and make some very obvious sniffing noises or sniffing motions. You can see. Oh, food. Okay. Um, wait here. I'll be right back. And she's just gonna wander into the kitchen, make a little plate together, not say anything to anybody who's in there, and then wander back out. Does she make a tiny tiny breakfast burrito? I don't think she has the dexterity, like the the hand-eye coordination for that, honestly. Okay, so she's gonna throw a couple things on the plate. Yeah, she's just gonna throw some things on the plate. As cute as that would be, I don't think she's <laughs> capable. So, so like, is it like, uh, is it like last time where you had like a little uh, uh, saucer for a teacup that you put stuff on? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so she puts a little teacup saucer full of food, and she she'll. Just take that, go back to the Umbrin's office and place it down next to Cheddar. And Cheddar will happily dig in and start happily munching on 
on, you know, I assume like the grapes and little peanuts. Mm-hmm. A little piece of bread, maybe. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to start setting a place at the table for him, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> have to construct a little like staircase for him. And she's just gonna watch him eat for a couple of seconds, and then pat him very, very gently on the head with one finger. Be like, have a good sleep, Cheddar. And and he'll like make that intense eye contact again. And this time I'm gonna roll. Two, nothing. No. Oh. <laughs> so again, you, you feel that tiny, tiny tickle in your mind, like, like maybe, but you're probably imagining it. You just wish really, really hard that Cheddar could talk. Yeah. <laughs> I really, really want Cheddar to talk. <laughs> um, have we done the whole sentience circle with one of your axes? Not yet. Because. <laughs> It's going to be weird if your axe starts talking to you. Be real weird. Real cool, though, too. <laughs> you can have the mouse or you can have the axe. You can't have both. Uh, that's not a thing. V's going to build a whole menagerie of talking animals, and they're all going to be her best friend. <laughs> and it's going to be magical. And, and I'm going to run this menagerie one. with Susiana, my love, so... And Jacoba's <laughs> the crazy one. <laughs> okay, so it is breakfast time. Everyone's munching away. Um, this morning, you got the journals of the former mayor. You got the mm-hmm. last three of eight, I believe it was. Yes. Um, so you, you skimmed through like the last one very briefly and the last one said you know or in your skimming the, the gist you got was he was the former mayor was meeting up with the like the leaders of representatives from both Brightport and um, Overdale to try and make to have them invest in Fair Bay to be like an official tourist trap slash mid-ground destination between the two major cities and the very, very last entry was, I'm going to go meet with them tomorrow. Hmm. But that was your skimming. No indication as to where? Oh, okay. Just skimming. Okay. Yeah, that was just skimming. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got to, I'm going to go meet with important people tomorrow. And that's the last entry? Hmm. Mm. Apparently someone didn't want him to meet with them or something. Something. Yeah. Uh, but I believe Jacoba's the one with the journal. Yes. Yes. But Liam's the one with the letter that was under the door. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, morning to that So, it'd probably, <laughs> it'd probably be something during, like, the middle of eating. Uh, Liam's going to remember that he is, has the letter and be like, oh, yeah, there's a letter under the door. Um, someone with some terrible handwriting um, and grammar to match wants us to go capture an Etten in the high mental forest an etten yes you can roll nature to know what an etten is it's possible v in her uh couple I months of liam of should camping. also roll liam knows what an etten is okay it's, it's possible in v's couple months of camping that she came across such a creature does that mean i get advantage on the nature check um i think there's a bit of luck involved uh, the, the nature check is is partially telling us if she had ran into one before. To well, definitely no. <laughs> nope. Wherever she was, it was somewhere else. <laughs> mm, 
Mm-hmm. No idea. Liam knows what Netten is. Jacoba has heard of it, Netten. Uh, is, is Hamish going to roll for one, too? I was debating that. I think probably he should, just in case he's heard of it. Nope. No. Definitely no. not. <laughs> so, so V and Hamish have no idea. Jacoba's heard of it, but Liam knows. Uh, what about Jeremy? I was about to say, uh, I always forget to roll for Jeremy. Because he's forget Jeremy. Uh, he's an NPC. Um, let's see. Nature. Hamish thinks that Nathan might be some kind of like uh, Jeremy or smarter. Oh, it's Jeremy's lieutenant. Jeremy is <laughs> twenty. Yeah, Jeremy got a twenty. So Jeremy and and Liam both definitely know what Nathan is. And Nathan is a kind of giant that has two heads, and they're not the smartest. They're smarter than animals, but they're kind of mountain people. So they they might build some basic level shelter, some huts maybe out of mud, and they'll make some crude weapons, clubs, morning stars, maces, that kind of thing. And uh, they tend to keep to themselves. Very, pretty solitary creatures, but they're big and they're mean and um, probably not something you trifle with lightly. And capturing one alive and then transporting such a thing? Uh, that's a tall order. Hmm. Not impossible, but questionable if you're capable of such a thing. Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose Liam would relay what he knows. Basically, big, tall, two heads. Oh, clubby, clubby. Also, not very talky. Another important thing to note about an Etten is that they never sleep. One head sleeps oh. at a time, so you can never catch it unaware. I kind of want to see. I kind of want to see what that looks like. <laughs> an Etten. Yeah, just like one head's kind of like slumped over drooling as the other one's doing something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. But yeah, there you are. uh, Wake up, you're drooling in the food. (laughs) (laughs) It does that thing like when you're falling asleep that like a muscle twitches and the whole thing just kind of jumps. Yeah, they're definitely. they're, They're basically those Warcraft ogres. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, with that 19, uh, would Liam have any inclination as to whether we could actually take an N? Um, yes. Your idea that, like, your impression is that you could probably take one on. It would be tough, and there's not a guarantee everyone would survive, but you probably could as a full team. In fact, it might even be worth preparing, like, I don't know, traps or something, or extra weapons, poison. Any advantage you could get would make the fight easier. <laughs> and it might be worth doing, because it, it would be, all of you together would make it a hard fight. Hmm. Um, so we'd also relay that information that, like, we might be able to take him down. If we're lucky, we'd probably want to call in extra help. I mean, if we can't just outright kill the thing, I don't know how much use I'm going to be. I mean, you can always just like not kill it on your last hit, you know, like turn your axe around so you bash it in the face versus bashing it with the sharp end. Very confused look. (laughs) That's that's the wrong end of the axe, though. (laughs) (sighs) But why, though? (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? I should have expected this. <laughs> <laughs> Who do we have for help? Even. Um, Tuesday. <laughs> okay. I want you to ask Tuesday. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Turns out she's a tasker. All right, Hamish, we need you to go talk to Tuesday. <laughs> I got it. Uh, Joyce will just sass him uh, out of the woods. We won't have to lift a finger. Yeah, now, now I'm trying to think of everyone you've had interactions with. Who do you have for allies? Uh, I think Jimmy, the question like mark? Fuck Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like... Uh, I think one of the guards likes us. But if we're being, if we're being honest... Jeremy's so desperate for, for validation, he probably would accept your help, or he'd be happy to help you guys. <laughs> I mean, I could go and speak to Tuesday. I think, you know, we've developed a rapport. She really seems to like me. Um, there's Mr. Go for it. Knock yourself out, bud. I'm not sure what help she could be against this Aetan thing, though. She might arrest it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of what you want. <laughs> Why does it not have a giant permit on a Friday? I don't think we've established that giants are on Fridays. Uh, we <laughs> well, have now. We only established that door. We only established that. Established. We only established that dwarves are on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. It was Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. But Wednesday. Tuesday doesn't know about Wednesday. Wait, who's Wednesday? Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! All right. Uh, we got Jimmy, and Jimmy's about it, I think. I mean, that's kind of sad. You don't even like Jimmy. He's like your only friend. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Mr. Honorable in town. Yeah, that's what I was saying. We can go get Mr. Honorable to do it. Who's Mr. Honorable? <laughs> this is uh, Amy, not Amy. Amy knows who Mr. You have hammer buddies. I think we're all buddies with Mr. Honorable. Yeah, but no. the, who's the union guy then at the docks? Can yeah, the union guy. Oh, who's the uh, who's 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 the 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 tiefling guy? Oh, Rikus. Rikus. Oh yeah. Yeah, you haven't talked to him since episode one. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. We kind of helped him. <laughs> and if Mr. Arnold's back in town, he is. You know who else we can get to help? No. Susiana. <gasps> <gasps> Yes. That was not introducing. <laughs> this is our me cute. Yeah, you, you need another bard for more for more support. Oh yeah. yeah. More healing. Mm-hmm. is gonna start uh, rooting for the Etten now. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh. Susiana can cure my wounds. That's fine. He's, he's going AWOL to the Etten oh. side. He's giving in to the dark side. So, the hate is flung through him. Okay, so Amy, you, you said that, and I just was reminded. I watched the Aladdin remake today, mm-hmm. and there was one line that I could not stop laughing at because in the new mm-hmm. Aladdin, like they gave, they added a new character where they gave Jasmine yeah. like a best friend, and and they like very briefly they were trying to pretend that Jasmine like wasn't the princess because she met Aladdin, right? And so right. she's talking to her friend. And you're like, oh, her friend's like, yes, I'm the princess, and um, I need to leave to. Uh, Go clean the cat. And like, you know, a lame excuse, which is a fun bit. But it's the thing that cracked me up so much was like, 
at the end of their dialogue, she calls from the other room, Oh, Jasmine, this cat's not going to clean itself. And I'm like, she's she's propositioning for fucking, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that 100% sounds like she's just going to be naked on the bed going, this cat's not going to clean itself. <laughs> the, the delivery was amazing, and it tickled, it <laughs> cracked me up so much. Why did that make you think of me? <laughs> just because the way you said that. Oh, that because yeah, okay. you can heal my wounds. Just the way you said that, it reminded me. It's like the same delivery. <laughs> you know, I saw that movie in theaters and I didn't remember that part, but no. Because well, the movie's forgettable and I didn't like it very much, but <laughs> but that line. But got Will me. Smith. But I don't like Will Smith that much. Like, he's a good actor and all, but like, I, I don't think he, you can just carry a movie on Will Smith charm. <laughs> Was it, wasn't it the guy that played a lion? Will Smith told me he thinks you're a fox. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't the guy that played Aladdin in the shitty um, Power Rangers movie? I have no idea. I'm not really familiar with. I think one of them are. I'm not really familiar with any of that cast. It was uh, very. Except for Will Smith. <laughs> it was very forgettable. <laughs> anyway, back to the moment. Um, d- discussing your allies. Um, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Susiana, you can talk to Melville, see what he has to say. Um, you got Umrin, although he's old, so I don't think he's like in adventuring shape, but he's definitely a friend. <laughs> I mean, I hope um, so. We like live in his office uh, and stuff. So. Right? I have Zill. Oh. Um, ah, I suspect my brother might have some fighting skills. There's Lester's disembodied spirit. Not that we know about that. You don't know yeah. about that. He did that. He, he did that in the middle of the night, and all you know is that he had a migraine for a couple days. Um, We're keeping Cheddar far away from this whole thing. Um, there is. But Cheddar is a scion now, don't you know? <laughs> They're not called um, scions There's anymore. an NPC that says Gordon Morningtide, which I think is one of the guards. He's the head of the guard. Us. He's the head of the guard. Yeah, he doesn't hate us. Oh, wait, there's that guy who led um, V to DNR, too. I oh. thought that was Gordon. No, no, no. No, that, that wasn't. His name was um, uh, Justin. <sighs> Justin Shea. He's a local ranger. And he's... Hey, and he's a ranger. Like, he might know stuff about Etten. Yeah, yeah. And he I found V in the it. woods. Yeah. Or no, he, he didn't find her in the woods. He found her in town. She was she was covered in mud and looked very tired and pissed off. And everyone was like, you know, closing their doors and hiding their kids. And Justin was like, yeah. hey, you look like you've been through a rough time. Would you like some help? <laughs> He's like, yes. Uh, yeah. Or I actually I don't even imagine she responded. I don't, I don't imagine she responded. I imagine she just gave that like that tired nod like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and she like held out the pamphlet, the flyer that she had found, like, help. <laughs> yeah, she was just so help. tired and and dirty and f- half feral. <laughs> so he's like, "All right, come on, buddy." It was, he's just such a good dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's a ranger. He might know things. That's all. I'm saying. Also, Umbrin talked to him. You know, like he was a good friend. He's like, "Thanks, Justin. You know, you've you've always you're always good for help." And he even gave are we currently the only ones working for DNR? Um, to the best of your knowledge, yes. As long as you've been in here, there have been no other people passing through except for Joyce. Okay. Turns out we he's are the other teams of people. <laughs> I mean, I you spent a lot of time in this office and you haven't seen anyone else. Hmm. He has a different office for the A-team. 
<laughs> There's a reason uh, why this one's so musty and run down because all the all the budget goes to the other one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we got we got Zill, we got Justin. We might have my brother. I don't remember how well he fights. Uh Gordon and Jimmy. And if someone wants to go see Mr. Honorable You'd have to find we'll have him, one but... less team member and maybe Mr. Honorable on our side. <laughs> yeah, anyone want to turn in their character sheet for Mr. Honorable? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, V hasn't met him yeah, yet. Yeah, V so. hasn't done anything, so we'd have to send her in. Didn't he say that if he saw any of the rest of us again, he'd kill us on sight? Oh, yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, but he's oh, he said that. To. Yeah, then we bumped into him. And then, then we ran into him at the, uh, the festival. Yeah. yeah he, oh, he yeah, said, he was ordered not to kill he us. He said he was ordered by his employer, which someone should know is the Black Hand. Erkin. Was it just Erkin? Yeah. It was just Erkin. You were all yeah, in the just room. Uh, that's a shame. Well, he's the only one who knows what the Black Hand is. I think that's what we rolled for. Oh, okay. I'd have to go back. Like, we all saw the tattoo, but... That was like episode one or two. I don't remember. It was way back. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it was both episode one and two. <laughs> well, the the black hand thing was like a a singular thing that happened in there. We'll talk about that whole like mini arc. Yeah. Fuck. The very uh, you started from the get go with a heist and it went badly. <laughs> and I didn't even I didn't even write that intending for a heist, but a heist is what you decided to do. So this is now heisting. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're just missing a lovable half orc. That's all. Yeah, yeah obviously. Cause, Anyways, because that was the first heist to go well, and it did. It was great. <laughs> so let's table. There's no time limit. Yeah, it doesn't have any this. time limit. It's very vague. So he's just gonna know when we show up, which is weird. So you can well, discuss, yeah, like recruitment of allies, because. Based on your knowledge of Ettens, this is a tall order. Mm. But you probably will have to give whoever you bring on a cut. I say is there that- something like a uh, like a bounty board type thing? Mm, well, or not not a bounty board, but like one of those like cork boards that you see. Well, at yes. like there there is a restaurants. There, well, yes, but there's there's in the middle of town. We established last session, I believe, that we there's something called the match board that has it's everything. It has personal ads. It has okay. like just opinions. People just write manifestos on there, and then people like write responses like a, like a forum and just respond anonymously. It's like a huge mess, and it's covered in paper. <laughs> and people post everything. There's people are selling shit. People are offering jobs. There's bounties. Not many bounties. Not in Fairbay, but you know it, it happens. <laughs> and then yeah, people just post manifestos and relationship advice. I think Shakobi would go take a look at that. Why in see the if world? You can find why in the world people would like ask for relationship advice anonymously on a public <laughs> forum like that is beyond me. But people do it. <laughs> Where so Amish has something do to do, obviously. Actually, I think that they were asking for relationship advice from DNR, and then Hamish probably posted the responses to it on the match board. Yes, and, and started something. He did. In fact, um, if we just go there, assuming we don't want to go over the journals first, um, there are there will be a couple dear Hamish letters on there. Nice. Hell yeah. 
Um, let's go over the journals first, since we're here in the office. Yeah, yep. yeah, this would be a good safe place to go over that. So, allow me to post in the chat, basically a big data dump, Google Doc, of the, oh God. the journals. So it's not like verbatim, but it's a big oh summary of some bullet points. So the final entries are, we already talked about, and the journal, as you read through like the last three, has a lot of useful information from people around town. So you can see there's, uh, it kind of ch touches on Tuesday and Melville and Ethel, and Justin even is mentioned. And then there's another character you don't recognize, but you'll recognize the last name, uh, someone by the name of James Fulthorne. Ooh, you recognize Fulthorne? That was one of the paladins. Yep, Folded Fulthorn was one of the two yeah. main paladins that basically founded Fairbay as we know it. So, one of his descendants, the legacy of Folded Fulthorn lives on. Mm. And obviously there's more, but this big data dump summary is like a lot, a handful of relevant points. These All are right. like his personal thoughts talking about <laughs> events and stuff. <laughs> nice to know we're not the only ones who think that way about Tuesday. So, Tuesday Adderton. Reading entries that mentioned Tuesday seem to convey that she has always been close-minded and shrill. That's an understatement. <laughs> yep. There are many entries that describe her complaining about various non-humans committing crimes or disturbing the peace. Yep. Uh, yep. Sounds about right. Uh, I'm going to glance up at a certain half-orc, maybe. <laughs> Scowling, like. <laughs> the devil of it is that she managed to find actual crime being committed roughly half the time. So her racial profile actually worked a bit. Well, I mean. Scowls deeper. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of she's kind of looking for any instance of anybody doing anything. So, of course, she's going to find something. That's a lot of bullshit, but whatever. Right? <laughs> um, early entries make vague hints about her actually coming from the old Overwatch before Santa Carter came to power. Oh, interesting. So, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Timelines. That was like 40 years ago. Um, it was 18 years ago. 18 years ago. 18 years ago. Okay, yeah, because group one Jumped ahead 16 years, I believe. And then it's okay. now been a couple of years since then, maybe even a three years, something like that. Right. So we'll say 20 to make an even, even yeah. easy number. And it's All important right. to know that Tuesday's elderly, so. Yeah. But these statements are always failed in I think or I suppose language. So it's difficult to know for sure, but Lindquist is pretty sure her bigotry had to come from a source. Well, I mean her. <laughs> uh, in any case, her methods weren't good enough to warrant a guard position, but he gave his blessing to be head, head of the Citizens Brigade. I feel like, she, is she the only person? How many people are in the Citizens Brigade? Um, you've only met Tuesday, but she's in charge. Uh, so it's only Tuesday. Excellent. Possibly. <laughs> citizens Brigade is like a volunteer citizens neighborhood watch kind yeah. of thing. So, mm -hmm. so odds are there are a lot of members, but she's the only one who occupies the office full time. <laughs> mm. You can imagine she gets lots of letters from, you know, stuffy people, <laughs> codgers who always want to be like, you know, I'm going to write to the local council and they write to Tuesday saying, you know, complaining and bitching about this and that, seeing suspicious individuals slinking around. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so these are all summaries. So I'm imagining in character, people have like spent a good, I don't know, a couple hours reading through these journals. And so 
someone else can basically We'd probably find an entry and be like, oh, hey, this is an or, or find a handful of entry entries and then yeah. people will give this summary. Mm-hmm. I, I just realized I completely spaced on writing much about Ethel. <laughs> That's it. She's just an enigma. <laughs> sure. No one knows. She just runs animal control. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows her backstory. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody's ever seen her leave the building. <sighs> She's a poltergeist. Completely fails to mention that she runs an Aiton farm just out of town. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What what else does, do people care about in this? There's Melville. There's Justin and James. This James Hawthorne. person. Yeah, the James person. Now that's something of interest. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'm going to do some more reading because I can. Uh, the legacy of Fulden Fulthorne lives on in his family, and James was a very f- close friend to Lindquist over his whole life. I'm assuming. Oh, nope. Okay. James is dead. Uh, <laughs> joined the Palace of Court at a young age, lived up to his family name, which is a good thing. Um, Lindquist always looked up to James. Oh, that's nice. When James died roughly a decade ago, Linquist reminisced about his lifelong friend, discussing how he always looked up to him. He was always strong and there for him and even envied his family. His children seemed to respect him while Edgar always seemed distant and ambitious. James' two children, James and uh, Mira, went on to live happy lives. Mira married a drow and had one child she named Frodrick who moved to Brightport <laughs> for a career of some kind. Uh, James II had a son of his own, who he named James III. He is also a paladin of Gord, like his father before him and father before that. Uh, oh, I, many, phrased, wait, I phrased that wrong. James II was oh, a paladin. James II. He doesn't say that James III was. James III okay. is not. James III is now a paladin. Um, James many, of these, <laughs> many of these entries express envy at his lost friend's legacy and regret for his strained relationship with his son. Oh, that's always sad. Uh, does it mention anything about James the Third or where he might be? Um, uh, not a. Mm-hmm. He he's still in town. I wonder. He's still in town, but he's he describes him as like a, a troubled a troubled boy, kind of gets into trouble, rebelling against his father. But like, oh. this was written a while ago, so there aren't a lot of specifics about him, other than that you know he's got into some trouble. There's a, there's some similar information from Justin about how Justin's son is is similarly getting into trouble, getting involved with gang activity, and uh, something about devil worship, and but, and but, and Lindquist and Justin, because Justin's like a good friend to a lot of people, so they were also close. They attempted to help get uh, Calvin Shea, Justin's son, on the straight and narrow, but more pushing, only got bred more rebellion. So yes, James the third. He's alive. He's young. He's around somewhere in town, and he's troubled. He's gotten into some trouble. All right. So there's the possibility he might be involved with that Malchus fan club we keep hearing about. <laughs> I hate you uh, so much. Melville <laughs> uh, Stanton is um, the libertarian guy. Yes. Uh Lindquist is very torn on Melville. On one hand, Melville represented a strong political power by being a representative of 
uh, all the unions in Fair Bay, which means he basically does nothing for a living, and <laughs> being the head of the Dock Workers Guild himself, which means he does even more of nothing. The docks being a critical part of the economy of Fair Bay meant that Melville ha- it was, is, is someone he had to take seriously. Well, keep in mind, Lindquist is dead, so he doesn't have to take him seriously anymore. That's fair. <laughs> he might still have to. Um, on a personal level, that Lindquist kind of like... does plenty in town because he stands down at the docks and shouts a lot. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. Fair. Ask yeah. him about it's... the free market. That's accurate. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, God, no. If you mention... I don't think he understands the free market. <laughs> if you mentioned... Nothing there was free. What's the free market? <laughs> uh, that is a question for another time. Yeah, if you mention anything adjacent to anything related to politics, he he will just rant. It <laughs> yeah, takes about five summary, minutes. he said that this was a town with a free market, and then I went and took something from one of the market stalls, and they got very angry at me and said I had to pay for it, which makes no sense if it's a free market. Uh, I had to lie down, but it's made my head hurt, and now it's starting to hurt again, so I'm just going to stop at that. <laughs> so, well, if hold it's a free market, the things should be free, right? See, that's no, that's, that's the misconception, you two. The market itself is free. Like, you don't have to pay anything to go into the market. Okay, you know what? Let's just go talk to Melville again. <laughs> yeah. That'll make all this so much easier. He can educate everyone on the concept of the free market. Mm-hmm. And, and then he this will just use seems that. convoluted for no good reason. And then he'll use oh, it as a segue. Oh. <laughs> Here's a fun note. Uh, apparently Melville's fun to drink with, so we can go do that, make things real interesting. <laughs> All right, let's go get Melville later, and we'll have him explain the free market to V. Over, Over a boots. couple of drinks. Over a couple of drinks. He's a dwarf. It's going to be I like hear a they got a new, uh, a new uh, music scene at one of the bars somewhere here. Oh, you heard about my shows. in town. <laughs> oh, I like music. You heard about my shows, did you? Meta as fuck. <laughs> Uh, bottomless joys in town (laughs) (laughs) what i love those guys no way (laughs) is bottomless joy still a thing probably i don't even know I assume it is. I assume they never broke up and everything's going great and they're touring and they're wildly successful and I can get Dan. <laughs> like that's going to happen. Like I have any way to get in contact with Dan. <laughs> hey, Ken. You can only imagine. Yes. Under Justin Shea, who does the highlighted his refer to? Um... Oh, uh, Justin's son. It, 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 it doesn't highlight on my end because you're only allowed to view. So I'm assuming oh, okay. you're talking about the sentence that says Lindquist laments that his son. Yes. Yeah. So this is talking about Justin's son. So. All right. So Lindquist laments in his journal entries that Justin's son has gotten involved in some gang activity. Okay. That would Something be pretty juicy if Edgar worship. was involved in gangs in his youth. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then you go chase the lineage and then you have to go talk to the gangs to see if they were founded by Edgar. Hey, wait a minute. Wait. I'm reading this. This, 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 this something looks wrong here. Uh, something looks wrong where? I, you cannot highlight for me, so hold on. Let me change the permissions to edit. <laughs> Linquist laments that his son has gotten involved with gang activity. Something about devil worship. Hmm. Yeah, do you see the name, though? <laughs> 
uh, Link was limited. I was I was just making a joke about the Malchus fan club. Justin have attempted uh, a few different things to get little Calvin Shea on the straight and narrow. Calvin sounds familiar though. I don't think you've met Calvin. Okay. Uh, thinking, no, you definitely haven't met Calvin. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> Let me jump. Okay. Yeah, you 100% didn't. Um, there was another character you didn't get the name of that you have met. That was someone else. Okay. Trying to remember. <laughs> Fuck. Mm. Now I'm digging through my huge list of names. <laughs> so she was in touch with Brightport and Overdale. Who would not want... Uh, I don't know. These are interesting. I don't see how any of them, um, other than secret agent Ethel York, having any sort of uh, connection to what happened to Linquist. Other than Tuesday not wanting extra people, I can't see how Melville wouldn't appreciate more people coming through to boost the economy. Oh, I apparently don't have a separate article for the name of the character you met that you didn't uh, learn the name of, but mm. but it's there. I found it. <laughs> mm. So, so the character in question is the name of the gang leader that you met in episode one. Those two oh, the, oh, the one that uh, Liam groped. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So episode oh, yeah. one, part of your information gathering was to go track down a local gang of teenagers that Tuesday Asu, uh, insisted were like a huge issue in town, but they were just a bunch of kids smoking black grass weed and just hanging out. And you you tried to pickpocket the black grass from his pocket, accidentally grabbed him full on the crotch, but you never got his name. But you have met him. It's okay, I didn't need his name. Stunned silence from everybody. <laughs> that was quiet. Then I slowly processed what you said, and then I just started chuckling. I, I think I missed the last thing. I gotta go now. Uh... <laughs> hey, V, you want to come meet my uh, friend? Over at the... <laughs> I think yes. I missed the last thing you said. I'll go back to the recording. Fuck. <laughs> I was busy scrolling Friend, through my notes. My good friend Jeremy Bones. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Captain Jeremy Bones. <sighs> All right, I don't need to have the journals open. You already have that. Hmm. All right, close that. Uh, that's something to look into later, since we've kind of looked into the journals some more. Um, so we've got to figure out what's going on with those now that we've looked through those. Um, yeah, and they've given you some insight to some of the local characters that you've already uh -huh. met, many of. One of them was new. Yep. Um, it's only been like, what, like three or four days since uh, Linquist exploded? Or not Linquist, but uh, Lester? Lester. Uh, trying to think. Uh, day and a half travel back. And then another day for like the pillar of smoke. I swear some shit happened in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually pretty bad about keeping track of the days. Um, All right. I think it's been, yeah, a good few days for that at least. All right. And so that was going to be what, like two weeks, um, two weeks for the people from, uh, um, 
Luminera? Uh, probably more than that. <laughs> I mean, let's let's jump over to the to the Theria map and see where we are. Because you sent something in the post, basically, even at priority, they have to go to Umanero, which is like across halfway across the continent. <laughs> so we'll fox them. We'll fox them. Yeah, it'd be there by now if you foxed them, but you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a long road to Umanero. All right. Because they have to go from Fair Bay to Lockford to Whitehedge. Up north to Oldmore, and then north from there to Umanero. So like, um, what else is on our list of things to do? Jacoba needs a fish tank. <laughs> um, oh, what about Jacoba? You need a fish tank. I died. Okay. Listen, that's what's on the list, buddy. I know it's on the list. Um. <laughs> Uh, I think something you need to add to the quest log uh, is is part one, the new request, yeah, and then boy. part two is like... Oh yeah, it says find friends, defeat Netten, and then I've got the whole thing down below. Who, who's murdering Jacoba? Did I miss something? Oh. Did I write that? You wrote that. No, that was me. I wrote that. No, that was me. Oh, oh I assumed right CJ wrote that because it says no. Because I, 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 I assume, no, that's fine. I assumed I wrote that too. Makes no, season a uh, thing over Jacoba's corpse. <laughs> yeah, that that was the the sequence of events was I added make Susan slash Juliana thing. He added over Jacoba's corpse, so I added murder Jacoba. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> All right. Uh, we I'm, will I'm, want to go shopping at some point. I will put that. I'm out. updating, updating our quest log. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So you have to defeat Netten non-lethally according to the request, which may require mm. an ally or two. Yes. Well, we have a Jimmy. Mm. Well, why don't we go to the port? See if anybody's looking for work. Uh -huh. Oh, there, them with us. I mean, you were talking about going to the match board and see what's posted there. Yeah. There might be people looking for Mercs. Mercanerks or something. Mercanerks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's stop by the match board first. That's just kind of in the middle of town. Right in the plaza, main central area. That little brown mm -hmm. square is like a nice little like obelisk in the middle. And right in front of that is the match board. Big cork board, loads of posts, all kinds of shit. People posting political opinions or asking for advice. There's some personal ads. Not like go on adventure type personal ads stuff like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, paint your house and I'll mow your lawn kind of stuff. <laughs> there are, however, two dear Hamish letters. So let me get into my notes and PM those to Rob here. Um, I haven't messaged Rob in a while, so it's not in my list. <laughs> Let's go through the dis the main channel. There we go. Number one. And there's a second one. Specifically to Hamish. So that's fun. And like I was mentioning on Discord earlier, every time I go to like a, a website of any kind for this kind of stuff, I am blown away by the shit that people just <laughs> like <laughs> do and then ask advice about. <laughs> uh, well, well, Hamish is going to pocket these for a later perusal. All right. So similarly, let's I'm going to roll a couple things really quick. I'm going to roll a uh, let's 
I think V would be interested in this. Uh, let's have Amy, can you roll a flat D20 for me? I can do that, yes. Because posted on, <laughs> among other things, are for sale ads. <gasps> so I want to see with your flat D20, 17. Well, you are in luck. Yes! You have found a personal ad for a lightly used battle axe. Beautiful. She's going to grab it and turn to the rest of the party and say, we need to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> How lightly is lightly? Um, it's just written, so you don't know. Uh. It's described as lightly used. So it's, I mean, it's a deal, right? It's offering five gold for a battle axe, which is half price. Beautiful. So you'll have to go check it out. Uh, is there anything else in there that's interesting? Um, you can roll too, see if there's anything of interest for you. <laughs> uh, flat d20? Yep, you said? flat d20. Four. Nope. <laughs> uh, you, find a, you find a couple for sale ads for like um, a used plow for, you know, a good, you know, 20 golds. Like, not that you care about that. There's, um... Says you. <laughs> you see a couple for free personal ads of, like, scrap, like, scrap wood and, and like, old metal, like, sludge from one of the blacksmiths for free. Pick up on your own time. Turns out it's Jamie's writing. <laughs> so, like, uh, nothing incredible. Hmm. I mean, unless you want to buy farming equipment. <laughs> Not particularly. Uh, is there any posts about people looking for work? Um, let's let's make that a flat D20. I don't have a, uh, a chart for this one, but let's just see what your luck's like. Probably. Well, I already I, know are, this. Like I said, there definitely oh, are. Shit, yes. Okay, so <laughs> I did mention that there are some for sale and a, or for hire, and a lot of them, like I said, are just do chores kind of stuff. Kids looking to mm -hmm. make a couple extra pieces, but for fifteen, you will find one that's like a self-described mercenary. You know, we'll we'll do whatever, and it's it's fairly simple, but it just says you know mercenary for hire. And then it gives you an address to contact. Well, what is it? The address? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to make addresses for every fucking building in town? <laughs> One twenty-three no. Rainy Street. Uh, uh, Liam's gonna pull out like a little scrap of paper and write it down for later. Yeah, or you can just rip it off one or the other. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, he'll write it down in case someone else wants his work. I don't want to steal the advertisement. V took the advertisement for the battle axe. She doesn't want anybody else to. Oh, oh absolutely. yeah. See that that one makes sense that you you grab it when you can. But like the person for hire, I mean, he'd just be losing work if he stole his ad. So. Oh, There's now another. you're worried about people and their jobs and their work, eh? I wasn't. Who There's, was there's another ad for the axe on the back of the board. <laughs> I'm just saying. Who's, whose job was they not worried about? I don't know. That poor girl in the fabric shop, maybe? <laughs> oh, she didn't get fired. She's fine. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you don't know that. You'd have to go back. Oh, fuck. See if it's the same person. That about full water when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone trying that. to kill me? That's like the third time that this has happened in this group. <laughs> I don't know how much money Liam has to be able to go back there. Oh, never mind. <laughs> You'll have to do work to get more money. 
That's all right. She's standing near the board holding a sign that says, recently fired, anything will help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that were the case, she was, she'd be coming with us. Six children starving. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, she's not coming with us if she's got six kids. <laughs> no, she's working in the office. Joyce could totally to... use an intern. She'd have to yeah. fight Joyce to the death. <laughs> that oh, would be, I uh, know. If she no. succeeds, she becomes the new Joyce. <laughs> she just becomes Joyce. <laughs> she, she, she slowly shrinks. <laughs> <laughs> and starts smoking more and more every day. Drinking whiskey. Yeah. At the end of it, the building's completely leveled, and just the rubble you see her like rip off Joyce's name tag and stick it on herself. There can only be one Joyce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are we going to this uh, mercenary guy? Uh, no, we're going to get this battle axe first. Yeah, we got a battle axe to get. Well, give me the mercenary guy's name, and I'll go find him. Uh, Liam will hand over the mercenary guy's name to Jacoba. All right. Because Jacoba doesn't care about some stupid axe. <laughs> Don't say that. Wow. Out loud. Don't say so, that. Out loud. So, Does he okay. say that out loud? Oh no. Uh, CJ said that out loud, not Jacoba. Okay. okay. It's very important that Jacoba does not say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's okay. Here, there's another bard in town. We can replace him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play your ex-girlfriend as your next character? <laughs> Hell yeah. I can, make it as, I can make it as awkward as possible if I need to. Oh, God. That would be great. Oh. Okay, so we're splitting the party very briefly. Um, okay, Amy, I need you to roll a d20. And this is just okay. a flat quality of this axe. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. So when you arrive, first of all, it's near the edge of town. This is like uh, closer to farmland. And as you're walking up to the building that's addressed, you see stuck into a stump next to a pile of splint wood. And with a sinking feeling, you're terribly worried to notice that that's a battle axe, not a wood axe. And it's rusty and it's stuck in a stump. And when you knock and ask, sure enough, that axe that's rusty and the handle's all pitted and chipped has been used for splitting wood and he's selling it for half price. V is going to point at the ad and say, it says lightly used. I mean, yeah, lightly used. I've seen worse. Oh, um, she's going to give him a big glare. It's still shiny. I'm not paying five gold for that. Fine, three gold. I will give you a gold and you will be happy. Nah, I think someone else will pay me more. Three gold. She's gonna look back at the axe, look at him. Really? What? I paid 10 gold for that thing. Three gold. Take it or leave it. That is not how you treat an axe, my friend. What? Axes are for splitting. You know what? Yes. Yes, they are. And her head is gonna be twitching towards her. (laughs) (laughs) What difference does it make if it's splitting a skull or if it's splitting wood? You are a monster. Do you understand me? People call me a monster, but you, you, sir, are a monster. Um, this man seems rather unimpressed. I mean, if you don't want to pay three gold, then you can leave. That's fine. Can I try an intimidation check? Um, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, can... Oh. Uh, uh... 
can Liam just like look at the axe and because um, I'm considering his brother's profession, he might know a little bit and he might be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's like a simple fix. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you can appraise it, but the intimidation is successful. Yeah. So instead of him being unimpressed, he <laughs> V leaning over him and her hand twitching towards <laughs> her axe is like it, he'll he'll accept a gold. <laughs> OK, just take it easy. <laughs> so, Perfect. Um, roll an appraisal for blacksmithing. I don't even know what you investigation. Roll? Sure. Let's do that. That sounds good. 19. Absolutely. So. Yeah, the chips in the handle are not great, but the head, while a little pitted and a little rusty, has been generally well cared for. Not as well as it should have yeah. been, but... It just needs to be cleaned up and sharpened. Yeah, pretty much. The handle could probably use some replacing sooner rather than later, but it'll service. A little hmm. clean and sharpen will get it functional to, with no detriment but All right. it could be at risk of, of breaking <laughs> if mm. if you're a little too rough with it, but it's not. The handle's in good shape. It's just mm. looks like shit because it's all chipped and stuff. Mm. Not super comfortable to wield. So mm. she'll like flip the gold to him, like the single gold coin, and then just go like sadly pull the ax out of the stump and look it over like... <sighs> Some people, man, they have no respect for a good weapon. <laughs> they don't. My brother might be able to fix it up. <gasps> really? Yeah, and she's sure, gonna be not? looking. She's gonna look happier than you've seen her. Like more hopeful than you've ever seen her. <laughs> so, I don't think we've visited Jamie in his place of work yet. Uh, we have not. So I actually haven't named his blacksmith. So I'm thinking, what's a good pun name for <laughs> the Smith? Oh, I found one. How about Spittin'? Excellent. <laughs> I Beautiful. love it. Um, let me just quickly look around just to see. I think Smitten's the best by far. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes. Yes, it is. Yes. There's there's some lame ones in here, but this is the best one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So you, um, let me quickly go over to the business. Nah, blacksmith would be in the market. Yeah. Let's go to the market district. Let me get some text. Let's place him over here. Now I got to pull up some of the information on Jamie. There we go. Smitten. Smitten the Smithy. How tall is V? 6'2". Uh, that sounds about right. Give me a second. I right. only had that handy because I listened to the episode to try and remember what I had told you about the journals. And oh. and we were just... You mentioned her height while she was trying to stop Archibald from leaving the the courtyard. Oh, yeah. So you, you, yeah, just, she's... you just stood in the way being, frankly, like slightly rude at worst. And he's like, oh, don't hmm. intimidate me. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember. I remember Archibald. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, she's 6'2". Okay. 6'2", 240. She's, she's got some meat on her. She's muscle. She's she beefy. Could, yeah. She, that is... That is a very large woman. <laughs> That's a large anyone. Yeah. Um, Considering, like... Weightlifters, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's 100 kilogram. I think that goes 
I think that's the highest weight class for weightlifters. Oops. I mean, what? You've got like 18, 20 strength. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I've got 16, actually. Really? I did not roll very well for her stats. Oh, all right. Well, still. She's she's yeah. big, mm. big, you know, strong lady. Mm. <clears throat> Power lifter. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So she successfully intimidated this guy, gave him a gold. He's grumbling a little bit, but hey, you got an axe. And you'll have I got an X. You will have. And she's looking at Liam like he's just saved the life of a child. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, you can go over uh, to Smitten, and the, you know, uh, Jamie's over there doing his apprenticeship thing. He's, mm-hmm. he's he's working on a. He's in the middle of like hammering out a sword when you sit, find him and. Yeah. And you you hand it to him and yeah he says yeah it won't take long and you know hell within half an hour maybe he's he's got it polished and sharpened and mm-hmm. lightly sanded. He says that like you know he'd like to he'd honestly like to replace the handle but you know a quick sand just removes the sharp edges and it'll be fine. And he hands it to V. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, so much. For V's purposes, um, Jamie is a spitting image of Liam, just about four inches taller and about 20 pounds more muscle. Yeah. <laughs> Probably close in size to V, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose he's not okay. like, I never pictured him like bodybuild stacked, but he's he's in good shape. He's got some muscles on him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like you do blacksmithing. Mm. Listen, I can't go romancing everybody from everybody's backstory, okay? <laughs> I've got my sights set on Susiana. Yeah, but he's pretty good looking. <laughs> That's not my... That was Ken. <laughs> Polyamory. <laughs> Casual relationships. Hmm. Maybe we introduce Jamie to this competition. Oh, Susiana. Wait, I don't think we ever. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think uh, we ever picked like an image to represent Jamie. So we'll have to solve that. That was a whole tangent. All right. So we've established some sort of approximation of what Jamie looks like. Mm-hmm. V has gotten a touched up, a tuned up axe. I suppose you'd call it. Given it a tune up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Washed off the dust, um, given a, a sharpening, a, a, a sanded the handle a little bit to make sure she's not splintering herself. It's still mm-hmm. got pits in it. You said, uh, you said that the handle has to be should be replaced at some point. Should be. It will work, but it's mm-hmm. just because it's got all kinds of nicks and dings in it. You know, as you get more uh, nicks and dings just from use, it'll. Can we, uh, can we have Jamie do like? a rough outline of like what the handle should be so he can like hand this back and then make a replacement handle. I mean, I think they just have some replacement handles handy because okay. it's a smith. Can I we mean, just have him replace the handle? I yeah. Mean, he, he, that, for that, he probably have to charge, you know, four materials. So like a gold piece for the handle. Whatever. That's but, fine. Oh, she's okay with paying Jamie to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he'll she was just not going to pay five gold for a rusty ass weapon she's gonna have to fix up yeah so she'll mm-hmm. he'll have to charge a gold because otherwise he can't just you know give away free materials but you know a half hour of labor is whatever but but yeah so okay. he'll, he'll charge via a gold for the new handle and he'll that replacing the handle is actually pretty quick so yeah he'll rip out the old the old wedge and throw away the old handle stick it in and uh hammer in the a new wedge and it's good as new beautiful now, the axe is the axe head is not 
perfect. It's still pitted, but it's not rusty anymore. So, but that's fine. But that just it's character. <laughs> so now it's lightly used. Now it's yeah. You now know. that's properly yeah. lightly used. <laughs> the rest is removed. And still it's only cost you what two gold? Yeah, two gold yep. for a ten gold item. It took you like half a day, but you got there. Whatever. Okay, it's fine. So we got that. I don't know what V's opinion on on Jamie is at this point because we discussed that briefly. <laughs> um, he has a good respect for a nice weapon. I mean, he's good in her books. Okay, so he's a magical, wonderful person for fixing the axe. Yeah, he yeah. really is. He's an artist. <laughs> it's her new favorite person in Fairway. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure the two of them could talk just weapons and smithing all day. It'd be great. Mm -hmm. so, Please don't make me because I know nothing. <laughs> it, well, I don't know a lot either, and I don't want to <laughs> pretend to be like a gun guy talking about gun stuff. The equivalent, <laughs> this oh, era's equivalent of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Meanwhile, while V's negotiating and intimidating and repairing, Jacoba's gonna go try and track down this mercenary. Yep. So he goes to find the address. It's over somewhere in like the kind of the poor part of town. And when he knocks on the door, he gets greeted by a dragonborn. And Urkin! <laughs> no, not Urkin. But he oh. So he looks down at Jacoba and goes, What? God, not many of you around here. Sorry. That was weird to say. I found your flyer. <laughs> and, yeah, and he'll just stare at that remark, but then when he points at the flyer, he goes, oh, yeah, what's the job? Uh, we gotta go, or we, we're not killing it. No, we're not, no, 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 we're not killing it. Yeah, and, and he'll, we, he'll grimace at that, like, uh, why not? Uh, we were specifically, specifically told not to. Okay, what's the cut? Uh, I'll give you 250. All right. What are we not killing? Etten. 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 Damn our American accent. Etten. You know, you know the big fox with the two heads, those things. Oh, yeah. He didn't say not to hurt it, though, right? Oh, no, it certainly said, it just said, bring it in alive. Ah, <laughs> it was very vague. Alive, not necessarily in one piece. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, if Hamish is there making that remark... Um, I hope Hamish is there making that remark. Oh, yeah. I'm assuming yes. Uh, and that, and that, yeah. um, the mercenary will, like, scratch his chin and go, I'm not sure how you're going to pull off... Um, bringing it back not in one piece but still alive but if you pull it off I'll be impressed I'm in hell yeah and what's your name stranger my name is Andex and Andex A-N-D-A-X Andex rolling D-F what <laughs> uh, it was a thing that's a little down the side menu there's um uh like a D4, D6, D8, D10, D12, D20, D100, and then it says fudge. Fudge. And so I, I wanted to know what it is. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't either, but it's incredibly amusing. Zero minus plus zero plus is one. Zero zero plus is one. Uh, we have discovered a new language. Anyways, Andex, nice to meet you. This is Hamish. I'm Jacoba. 
Anyway, I got, I got distracted by the whole fudge thing. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, he goes, uh, nice to meet all of you. Um, when are we going? To when are we going? Do we do we do we decide when we were going? I don't think anyone did. Uh, uh, no, we did not. I mean, you have to go to the High Mantle Forest to find it in some nondescript location, and you already know it's like a day hike, so it's probably like a leave in the morning kind of thing. I've got nothing else to do. We'll meet you at the High Mantle Forest outside the High Mantle Forest tomorrow morning. And he looks at you. You know the High Mantle Forest is like a big place, right? Why don't we just meet like in town somewhere? Uh, we'll meet on the edge of town. Yeah, so this is the High Mantle Forest. We'll meet you here. How about that? Fuck. How about I meet you on the North Road sometime tomorrow morning? That works. All right. I'll see you then. And he slams the door shut. <laughs> like, probably rougher than was necessary. Hamish was reaching out a hand to say goodbye, <laughs> but he wasn't quite sure where he was supposed to pat on someone that big, so he was <laughs> confused. So he didn't actually get there, which is probably a good thing. Jacobo <laughs> um, will pat Hamish on the back and turn around to go back to the main part of town. All right, let's have everyone just meet at the at the match board. And so V now has a new battle axe. I'm very happy. Very excited. <laughs> yeah, you got a great deal on it. it took a little work. Mm -hmm. You know, a penny saved is a penny earned. I mm -hmm. mean, it's a little more of a penny. It's like a 10 gold axe for two. Yeah, yeah. that's like eight pennies. But that involves yeah. walking all the way over to the person selling it, intimidating him. I would say haggling, but it's definitely like muscling him into like a gold. <laughs> muscling him muscling him into a fair price is what it was. Eh, one gold still seems a little low. <laughs> Even yeah, for well, a, a poorly treated rusty battle axe. I thought about just taking it, so he's lucky he got a gold. <laughs> he should be happy that he got anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, that would have been way more fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Oh, this? This isn't your axe. Look at how shiny it is. Okay. So <laughs> what axe? I, I don't see an axe. So Has four axes on her person. <laughs> <laughs> a bandolier. I've axes. had this one the whole time. <sighs> okay, so we joked about it, but are we going to onboard Susiana for this trip? Um, There's a lot of... A lot, I, a lot well, of I don't know. I don't actually know. How many of us, like, do we know of Susiana? No. Nope. Yeah, only Jacoba knows. Yeah. Much like everything else in Jacoba's life, Jacoba's the only one who knows. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, unless Jacoba explicitly brings it up, yeah. uh, no. Or we spontaneously run into Susiana. <laughs> DM. <laughs> <laughs> Me cute. <laughs> I was I, I was actually I was actually waiting until we got back to somewhere. But where is the? Is it the honorable pillow? Yes. So it's actually where is that? the plaza. It's okay. right over here. Mm -hmm. Well, where is it compared to the where um, Andex was? Oh, Andex was way up in like the slum area. So ah. it, it was like where's the slum area uh, over by so where moved Liam, Liam's old house. Yeah, over by where Liam used to live. Ah, OK. So that's kind of like uh, northeast section of town, whereas Oh, okay. Honorable Pillow is like just south of the plaza, which is in the middle of town. So if you're in the if you're hanging out in the main plaza and like chatting and and strategizing, it's possible to spontaneously run into Susiana. But 
Um, that depends. Um, I, Jacoba's I, just gonna go over to there anyway to see if well, either if, her or Jimmy was in. And if if people are just like hanging out in the plaza and chatting, uh, Liam might do like an impromptu act just in the plaza. Sure. Uh, role performance. I imagine Jacoba's uh, errand with the mercenary actually went significantly quicker <laughs> than V's errand for the axe because she had to actually walk outside of town and then walk to the smith and, you know, mm-hmm. wait a little while. Oh, yeah. For so, time, so. Uh, let's just say that Liam was doing it while they were waiting for the axe to get repaired. Yeah, because it's so right next been... to the plaza, too. Yeah. So... Um. Yeah, you, you roll performance. Jacoba, while you're kind of waiting, would probably be... It depends on how long that interaction goes. 24? Sure. Um, Let's gain 2d10 gold. Yes. I'm just going to do this. 11. Not bad for, a, you know, roughly an hour of busking. So yeah. Jacoba goes over to the honorable pillow to go uh, see Susiana and Poss. You were hoping maybe to see Jimmy, too? You just Just to see, like, who was there. Like, who he knew was there. Uh, sure. Walk in, roll perception. Seven. Fuck. Seven. Uh, I mean, you do see Susiana, but that's just because you know where she is. There's a stage. This is kind of her full-time gig at the moment. So, yeah, she's there. But in the crowd, it's like, eh, the middle of the day, lunch rush. You don't recognize anyone. All right. So is he just poking his head in to look? Or is he going to actually talk to Susiana and see what's up? What the fuck is my dog doing? Who knows? Dogs are funny. Yeah, sorry. She's she's locked in my room, so she's not making that sound, but she, like, sticks her nose right up against the door and breathes weird. <laughs> so. Just waiting to see when you're coming. Just Yeah, yeah just heavy breathing against the door. <laughs> no, I know exactly what that's like. So, uh, lunch rush. Su- Susie's up there doing what she's doing. Yep, just playing some ambient music for everyone while they're eating, making tips, paying for her room. Oof. Against my better judgment, because I, I don't want I don't I don't want V meeting her. <laughs> uh, Jacoba will hop on up and ask her if she has a minute. And without stopping playing, she'll lean over and say, "Yeah, sure." That, like she. The, word, the wording on this note is weird to me. It's not which note. The oh the, DNR one. Oh the, the quest. Yeah, the grammar's all fucked yeah. up on that one. That's on purpose. <laughs> right. The requester wrote that very poorly. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought that was supposed to be like some big secret thing. But what the the grammar? <laughs> No, the note in general. I thought it was supposed to be like some big secret. I thought I heard secret somewhere. Did it? Oh, I mean, I'm also stupid. Ian, so. Ian said secret just because it was a sealed letter shoved under the door in the middle of the night. So that's probably what I was thinking of. Yeah. Anyways, he read it out loud to everyone. Yeah. Anyways, Jacoba will pop a squat and uh, tell her about the. Uh, <laughs> Tell her about the thing while dropping it like it's hot. Roll performance to see if you can duet properly. Hell yeah. Hey! Perfectly respectable. So yeah, you, you just like old times, you recognize the tune she's playing, you sit down and start playing uh, a harmony to go along. And she grins at that a bit, you know, like old times. 
But you, while you're, you two are playing acoustics, you're chatting about the gig. And is there like a question? Or are you just like informing her or like, hey, I'm not asking her if it, she's interested in joining us along. And she says, um, how many other people are going? Uh, four. One, two, three, four. Plus your mercenary. Five. Plus Jeremy. One, two, three, four, five, six total. And then it would be her. Seven. Seven if you're coming. All right. I don't know much. Of, or let me just roll to see how much she knows. Um, I I know I have a character sheet for her. There she is. Did I give her stats? I did not give her stats. Hmm. Never mind. I guess I will roll a flat d20. Way to go. We're going to get her killed. <laughs> I, I'll give her stats. <laughs> uh, so 12. Um, she's heard of an Etten, but she doesn't know much. So, so she said, yeah, I don't know much about uh, this Etten thing. Um, sounds kind of dangerous, but, you know, I, I can do magic just like you can. So you and I will have to keep everyone else safe. Sounds good. I'm in. Right on. <laughs> you sound like you weren't expecting her to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I was not. <laughs> and so, are you gonna like stick around and let her f and finish the set with her, and then go back to the plaza, or are you just gonna get up and meet back with the group as soon as possible? No, no, he's finishing the set. Okay, so, so like the performance in the. And the plaza does go on for a little while. So they finish the set, lasts another like 20 minutes because she'd been playing for a little while after that, or before that. So they both get up uh, to some nice applause. Everyone enjoyed that music. And you two make it back out to the plaza to find the rest of the party, probably in the midst of Liam doing a handstand or, or backflip or something. <laughs> or climbing the obelisk. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, I mean, probably some form of acrobatics and hand balancing, handstands. Because <laughs> that's what his specialty is. Thing. Who knows what he's doing. Alrighty, so Jacoba comes back with Susiana. The gang's all here. <laughs> the party has not seen this woman before. So, <laughs> I think V is going to like kind of, I imagine she'll pick out Jacoba eventually in the crowd um, and see him leading this beautiful woman up to them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this, this elven woman with flowing dyed blue hair in mm -hmm. a form-fitting but functional leather, leather armor. And her eyes are just going to widen a bit and she's going to like do that thing where she blinks a couple of times like, uh, oh, oh. Say, Jacoba, you brought a friend with you. Slowly raises an eyebrow at V, <laughs> wondering where she's going with that. <laughs> Susiana will patiently wait for Jacoba to introduce her to his friends. He'll wait, to see if v, he'll wait to see if V has anything else to say, and then be like, "Well, this is is DNR. DNR. This is Susie, Susiana." And she waves her. Hi, everyone. V will uh, stick out her hand to be like, "My name's Vivian." And Susiana will do that. Uh, that uh, not full handshake, but that little forefinger handshake. It's, it's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure's all mine. Um, can you roll a, uh, I suppose, persuasion for me? <laughs> a persuasion? <laughs> I mean, it, there's no seduction. 
<laughs> no, there's not. Uh, listen, she's not gonna cut. Listen. I wonder how charming this is. Oh. Oh. Susiana blushes a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and I think V will have like a little smile on her face when she's. <laughs> Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> what do I roll to grumble? So this went from, this could have been very awkward, but this actually is a bit of a meat cute. Yeah. <laughs> what do I roll for grumbling? I don't know. Do I need to add a grump stat to your character? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do after that 20, God. <laughs> oh, this is the one good thing is in his life, Ken. <laughs> I told you. I'm not controlling why V. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> <laughs> because if I'm mad at V, she'll break Jacoba like a goddamn twig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're mad at God instead. That's fine. <laughs> I'm mad at whatever God there is. Okay, so V and Susiana have, have now uh, shaken hands. Mm -hmm. And I think she'd like go over to Susiana's other side, like whatever side Jacoba's standing on, she'd go over to the other side and point people out and be like, this is Hamish, Liam, Liam, uh, Jeremy, Hello, and that's the whole gang, I guess. Susiana will actually lean over to V and go, why is that one wearing a mask? <laughs> I think that will actually like for a second be like he has a bit of a condition and she'll turn to Jacoba with a look with a look that he recognizes very well as like huh <laughs> what <laughs> please explain <laughs> it's a skeleton as do I Haberson like like he's anorexic no 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 he's, he's skeleton he like, is a member of the undead Bony, yeah, and she just like waves her hand. And and she looks reincarnated skeleton warlord of an old uh, general of the army of Arrakis. You know the kind of thing. <laughs> and she looks incredulous. She she's just looking at everyone, skeptical. Like, are you, are you playing a joke on me? Uh, or... hey, How about uh, we go back to the office? You... Yeah, let's go. But yeah, let's, let's let's go somewhere that's not public. Yeah, but seeing everyone is like dead serious. So look, go back to Shakova and go. Okay. <laughs> Look at her face like, what? Who are you hanging out with? <laughs> so he'll, he'll just gesture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so a little helpless. Uh, everyone invites her back to the office. <laughs> and um, he will just back. like lightly guide her with a little hand on her, you know. <laughs> she will carry her back. I mean, if she asks, I will. She will. Um, she's a strong on the way back. Woman. She doesn't need carrying. I didn't think so. Yeah, but you can like get her up on your shoulder like you're a palanquin or something. <laughs> a one woman palanquin. Oh, it's like yeah. that backpack that Kronk had. Yes. <laughs> all right. So we go back and it, we all sit down and... Um, Jeremy takes off his gloves and his mask, and he goes, ta-da! <laughs> and Susiana goes, uh, okay. Looks at Jacoba. Our beautiful baby boy. Looks at Jacoba. Uh-huh. This is fine. I'm fine. Everything's great. Susie, do me a favor. Uh-huh. 
Uh, stop, stop panicking. I'm not panicking. You're kind of panicking, though. I'm not panicking. Hey, Jeremy, do you want to rustle up something for her to eat? She looks a little pale. It cooks. <laughs> it cooks. <laughs> it's, it's he, not it. He? And he's learning. He's learning to cook. Yeah. Okay. Can I maybe get you a drink? Uh, yeah, I'd appreciate that. And she... She takes a she plops down on a stool and she pulls out her her lute and just starts like plucking away something calming. <laughs> like this is how she calms herself. Water or something stronger. And she's going to wink at the end of that. Uh something stronger. <laughs> Please. And she'll go get her a drink. Did you cover not drink all the stronger? And I'm going to roll a You know what? I'm going to give Susiana just a one charisma because that's what she's got hold on i'm just gonna hammer out some stats for her really quick okay i think this is going well guys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay that's fair uh you know fairly average that's except for charisma which is through the roof uh, let's just make her a level four bard really quick and I'll, I'll figure out the rest later but i'm gonna quickly roll a performance uh her her self-calming performance no <laughs> she is panicking <laughs> she's not playing a yep. tune she's just plucking <laughs> it's more about the the gesture of, of plucking more than anything so it's just no frets just <laughs> um hey, Liam. a little embarrassed for her so he starts singing along loudly oh no <laughs> well we're we're in dnr so i suppose liam also would have a cello there that he can at least start playing Liam okay. plays the cello. He does. Oh jeez. Oh, right have like a It's a jam time. session. It's a really awkward <laughs> <Yeah>. jam session. <laughs> I mean, if everyone wants to. <laughs> All right. I don't have an instrument. <laughs> is Jacoba gonna join in another? You can just sit there and be gorgeous. Jam session. Aww. While Jeremy's like whipping up, like I don't know, something simple, grilled cheese. No wait. <laughs> uh, I can do maybe. Okay. Maybe. Performance. So yeah, it's a little awkward. Susiano's like <laughs> just kind of awkwardly plucking on her loot, and everyone else just kind of joins in, and she's even more weirded out by this a bit. Where whatever she's just like, what, what's going on? Why is everyone? Why are we a band now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's just gonna cast dancing lights around his hand and start waving them in the air as if it was a lighter. <laughs> um. V is the person playing the piano in our um, uh, opening music. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, and, and, and just like, just put V on the spoons, call it good. <laughs> I, I think after a little bit of this, uh, v, v will place the drink, the requested drink, in front of Susiana and be like, "It's weird, but you get used to it. Trust me. I'm new too." <laughs> Oh my god. So so after a couple minutes, she's like taking slow, deep breaths, and as she's calming down, she's looking around the room at like the full band that has just formed around her, and she's like <laughs> she's like, uh I I understand okay, I appreciate you're trying to help. I'm okay. Really weird everyone just had instruments and started playing. Um uh, we're versatile. What's it's what's it's his name again? His name is Jeremy. Uh, okay, okay. 
and she'll stand up and walk over to Jeremy, and Jeremy will wipe off his hands when he stops cooking, and she'll say, it's nice to meet you, Jeremy. I'm sorry I freaked out. And Jeremy will hold out his hand enthusiastically, says, nice to meet you. It's okay, happens to everybody, I think. Actually, hasn't happened that often. Oh, well, no. I almost took his head off. Well, yeah, no, that's true. It happened with V, um, but I'm glad we're friends now. We're friends, right? Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> hand her the sandwich and then ask that again. Oh, yes. And he'll, he'll grab a sandwich and let me roll. And acrobatics. Bam. Okay, so he hurdles. Damn. He hurdles over the counter and then rolls over a table without without tipping the plate whatsoever and puts it right in front of V. Grilled cheese. Just gonna lift it and take a bite. How good's this grilled cheese? Ooh, I need to roll cooking. What's that? Should we give cooking? Wisdom. That's exactly what I was thinking. Wisdom. Um. Bam. One. Oh. Uh. It's, it's kind of. Oh. Uh, the heat was way too high. It was kind of burnt, real crunchy. It's still grilled cheese, so it's hard to fuck up. But it's it's a uh, it's real chuckly. <laughs> so she's gonna take a bite, slowly chew it. Eh. Um. And, do, he, do, do, and do, he'll do, turn do. to Susanna and go see. Aha! Uh, I think Liam will see uh, Vivian's face and take over grilled cheese duties. <laughs> <laughs> well. She'll give him a thumbs up behind Jeremy's back. <laughs> well, Jeremy has actually forgotten about the food because he's in conversation with Susanna, so. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so it works out. <laughs> All right. So he sits down, a, uh, you know, uh, around her and goes, so tell me about yourself. <laughs> v Vivian's going to be looking at her very interestedly. Yes. And Susanna, much like V on their first day with, on her first day with Jeremy is, is gonna sit down across from him, looking <laughs> a little uncomfortable, because Jeremy is of course respectful. Hands are folded before him on the table, and he's making hard eye contact because he's listening, because he's a good listener, but he's also a skeleton. Creepy. So it's kind of creepy. And doesn't blink. <laughs> yeah, there's no <laughs> eyes there, so eye sockets are just focused on her without moving, because he doesn't breathe or fidget. <laughs> and she goes, hi, my name's Susiana. I'm a bard. <laughs> um, okay. Huh. Sorry. Freaking out. Um, okay. I'm a bard. I was traveling with Jacova for quite a while. We had a whole duo thing going on. We're actually wildly successful in Brightport for a while. I grew up in Brightport, uh, lived in a pretty happy family, and but kind of poor, and decided to strike out, try and, you know, make a career of myself, make something of myself as a bard. And uh, it worked pretty good. You know, made a lot of money. And then Jacoba disappeared. But, um, hey, you don't want to get into that drama. It's fine. But we're here now. It's fine. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> so the moment Susiana mentions that Jacoba, like, left her, like... Oh, no, it's the moment she said they had a duo thing going on. Oh, even earlier than that. They're, like, yeah. me and Jacoba are, like, glaring at each other. And so Susiana will then politely say, so tell me about yourself, Jeremy. Um, and Jeremy goes, Bones. Jeremy Bones. <laughs> and, Captain. Captain Jeremy Bones. Captain Jeremy Bones. And she'll look at everyone's picking up going, are you guys fucking serious? And Jeremy says, well, hey. I mean, that's not my given name. Uh, we only learned that like gee, a couple of days ago at this point. Um, so I'm Jeremy Bones, name given by my friends, and so I value it uh, very much. I died. 
And Susiana just stares at him like, uh-huh. Oh, right, yes. Um, <laughs> I died, and then I woke up again, and I couldn't remember anything. And then um, I still only kind of remember stuff, but we did some research, and we found out that I was a general centuries ago that tried to invade this city and lost. And then I woke up, and now I have friends. It's great. And Susiana uh, does that, like, head back thing. Like, she just got hit with a wall of information, because she did. And she blinks, trying to digest that. And she goes, um, let me get this straight. You used to be a general that died and came back to life. How? Yeah, we found him in the High Mantle Forest trying to train a zombie army. Jeremy says, uh huh. And I thought it was going well. It wasn't going well. It was totally going well. You guys just needed to give me more time, and it would have been fine. And then you all would know and see. I mean, okay. But we agreed that training skeleton zombie armies was not a good idea, Jeremy. Well, yes, absolutely. I realize now that I wanted to fulfill my mission from life and invade the town, but I didn't know why, and I took what I could, and it, it was going to be great. I was going to win this time, but I, I'm really glad that I was found and interrupted and that I didn't, so it was great. So, oh, all right, the the how part. Um, So, I, there's, there's a whole thing that we're working on right now. Someone put down some magic circles around and they're doing freaky stuff including waking me up which i'm glad to be awake by the way appreciating unlife life i appreciate my life here but um we still don't know much about them and they're doing stuff so yeah now you're caught up <laughs> so Sienna does not feel caught up and it shows on her <laughs> face but she's like uh-huh okay uh, so about the Etten, what's up with that? Oh, that's new. Okay. Yeah, uh, I suppose Liam, I will say uh, at this point, Liam walks over with some grilled cheese and puts them down for people. <laughs> we get a super. V will very happily now. drop her burnt one and grab <laughs> one of the better ones. She just looks at it, chucks it over her shoulder, <laughs> 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 and Susanna will. Uh, very appreciatively think <laughs> and and mow down on the food. Um, yeah, so the Eden is new. Uh, this letter, and he'll put it out in front of her, uh, was uh, slid under the door when I got in this morning. Well, that's not suspicious. Uh, no, it's also terribly written, so I really... Yeah, I don't know why we're going along with this as much as we are, but we are. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, Umbrin would want us to help out those who are requesting help. That's what we, we're here for. A thousand gold would help a thousand us. Gold. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a thousand gold is pretty good. I assume we're splitting the what? Six ways? Seven ways? And she starts to count. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six? Oh, plus, plus uh, uh, Erkin's brother. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't think. They have been are related there, Damish. That was Erkin. Which comes Urkin. out? Who's Erkin? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. Uh, wow, you're talking like he got murdered or something. <laughs> no, he was like a, 
He went back He'll to be some coming back. stuff. Yeah, he he had some church <laughs> business to deal with, and and then I'm sure he'll be back. That was also like two weeks ago. Was it that long ago? I, I, don't, I don't know. I think it was. Right. I think it was a little longer than that, even. Right. Anyway, we're looking to tell you the story sometime before we put him in a crate and carried him onto a ship. <laughs> And then she's gonna look at over at Susiana and see, be like, "See, they even still freak me out sometimes." Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should not worry about past stuff and focus on the job at hand. So you got a request mm -hmm. to go fight and capture an Etten for a lot of gold. Split seven yeah. weeks. Okay. Don't uh -huh. kill it. Well, I'm not very good at killing, so I think we're good with that. So my job as a bard will be to uh, heal and support. Not to brag, mm -hmm. but my magic's kind of strong. I think uh, I'll be a valuable member to the team. And V's gonna give her a bright smile and say, I'm sure you will be. And she'll grin back. <laughs> my, my job's mostly to take hits and hit stuff back, so. Well, I will do my best to make sure you don't die. Don't worry, you're taken care of, and she'll give a thumbs up. I set things on fire and sometimes shoot lightning bolts from my fingers. Oh, so you're but like I'm a... not sure quite how to do that. It just sort of happens. So you're like a sorcerer or something, right? Yes. Or something. Yes, that's what they said in Umin Yero before they kicked me out. Yeah, imagine if you're doing accidental lightning bolts, you might get kicked out of there. That that's Oh no, thing. that was an accidental fireball. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, there's a and lot of it, stuff that they don't it, want burnt. Yeah, mixed with a teleportation mage and some books got it was a whole bit I don't like to talk about it. Okay. Anyway. Uh, again, we're getting sidetracked. You guys are very distracting. Let's get back to the mission <laughs> at hand for the third time. So you got another person in on the job? They're not here? We are meeting him. On the northern road in the morning. Okay. Uh, have you worked with this guy before? Some he's like a friend of yours. Another? Uh, nope. No. Nope. Just, just I found a flyer. We needed all the help we could get. And she just blinks. Uh, uh, okay. You hired a random mercenary. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So. I mean, for most of us, we've hired two random mercenaries because the only person who really knows you is Jacoba. So. Uh, oh yeah, and and also the the uh, the other guy he challenged me to to bring back the it in, in more than one piece, but still alive. So that that's a kind of bonus part of the job. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, I'm sure the healing magic would help keep it alive. That seems unnecessarily cruel. Yeah, I'm sure we could just like do... chop a finger off. Let's 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 not do the more than one piece thing. Let's keep them as intact as possible. Yeah, as intact as possible. And Susanna will side IV, catching the tone. Like, okay. <laughs> she has a very innocent look on her face. Susie's not convinced. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, did you see the clause in there, V, where they want him alive? I mean, we didn't kill that one kobold. I'm capable of hitting things with. Which is not what she was saying earlier, but hey. Okay. Um, didn't you didn't, didn't you miss him? 
multiple times. No, she's going to do that slow turn murder glare. <laughs> she definitely hit him. He was very hurt. <laughs> but he survived. I hit him. I chose to not kill him. Just like we chose not to kill the Rat King. Where were yeah. you during that whole thing, by the way, Jacova? With my warning shot, like similar thing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, now me and Jeremy had our own business to deal with. Mm-hmm. And now there's a rat king? Okay, the, you guys are involved in all kinds of weird, crazy shit. I, I'm just here for the one job. Yeah, and it's not getting any more normal as time goes on, either. Okay, that's... Uh, um, that sounds like a your problem. I'm just here for a quick buck. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, okay, so... Uh, it's like afternoon time at this point. When are we planning <laughs> mm-hmm. on leaving? You said you're meeting. Uh, apparently tomorrow. tomorrow morning. Yes. Okay. So now would be a good time probably to get some supplies. Like if you're going to capture them alive, like nets and I don't know, maybe a cart or something and bear traps. I don't know. I've never like hunted a giant before, but I can't imagine we'd be well off just everyone together just heave ho we don't know where this thing is right it's just in the woods somewhere wait it's a giant yeah that's what yeah there that's what the note said said it's a giant with two heads i didn't actually read the note i just heard the (laughs) eating okay okay so probably be a good idea to get some supplies um let's uh, okay, let's do that. Uh, any strategy in mind? Uh, honestly, it's probably going to be easier to capture and drag around when it's unconscious. Okay, do you have... Since we can't really uh, sneak up on it because of the two-head, de- two-head deal. Uh, okay, do you have a plan beyond knock it out? Uh, I mean, you have knock it out and not knock it out. Uh, I really didn't have a plan B there because if it's not knocked out, it's going to be fighting back fuck time, and I really don't want to play that game. No, 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 I get that part. I mean, after okay. knock it out. Uh, How well, we had all afternoon. Back. Yeah, but what do you mean all afternoon? It's it's from the high mantle forest. That's that's a day hike. No, no, as in like today, where you're like go gather supplies and shit. Okay. That's usually where I figure out what we're going to do after. Uh, okay, sure. So, so what kind of stuff are we gonna be doing here? Are we gonna like I mean, get a net? You wanna buy a cart? Do you wanna, I don't know, figure out some police thing? <laughs> any, I mean, it's big. So if we get a cart, it's gonna have to be sturdy and we're gonna have to get it in said cart. And I mean, we're gonna need stuff to haul said cart. Um. If I may, I'm pretty strong. So with some help, we could probably get it into. Yeah, that's where Mr. Dragonborn would uh, fall in, I suppose. Also help. All right. So we need an ox and a cart Uh, because I suspect as a group, we do not want to drag this thing back even in a cart. Um, Let's see. Which is going to cut into that approximately 140 gold at each of it. Yes. So according to this thing here, it's going to like a cart on its own costs 35 gold. 
but you could probably maybe consider like a rental situation. Yeah. With like a security mm-hmm. deposit. <laughs> we can that security deposit back. I mean, you you better hope you're getting that security deposit back. It's basically the price of the cart. Hmm. I'm just saying with Hamish our track record. Paying, Hamish is paying the security deposit. <laughs> Agreed. See, this is the same thing that always happens. People think I'm going to set the cart on fire, and then they end up charging me more up front. I've only and done that many... twice. Plus a barn. Plus a library. Yes, yes, I know. <laughs> For the record, I've set zero things on fire. I put the barn out, so... Okay. No, I'm pretty sure we... Did we put it out? I'm pretty sure it just burned to the ground. <laughs> it, it did burn. It got, it got put out. It did burn a little bit, though. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would have put the library out if they'd let me. So let's let's go find an, an oxen cart. Uh, we could probably rent that for a couple days for like five gold, but we'll have to pay, you know, I don't know, like 20 gold security deposits. Yeah, that sounds about right. So let's get that. Maybe get a couple nets and that should be good. Um, I don't know if we can get some sort of sleeping potion. I don't know. We'll have to ask around. Uh, what good is a net going to be? To help drag it up onto the cart. And also if it wakes ah. up to keep it bound in some way. Uh, I get the feeling that a net's probably not going to be able to hold very well. Okay. We'll so why don't we just skip the whole extra work and just get some rope? Sure. Yeah. It's a, a couple extra legs of rope. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like we have a plan. And for once, you guys aren't relying on me to make it. You're relying on Susiana. <laughs> she kind of stepped into it on her own without a... Well, because everyone kept getting onto side tangents and she's just like, I don't give a shit about your like extra stuff and baggage. I'm here to complete this job and you keep talking about unrelated things. <laughs> she's not going to make uh, a very good partner with us then. And Hamish would... <laughs> she's not, don't you say that. She'll be beautiful. Gives that knowing look because he knows that it's all created and he's got the murder board to prove it with like pieces of string going from thing to thing. Everything's connected. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Okay, it doesn't okay. look like there's any like stock sleeping potions. Potions and poisons are all kind of expensive anyway. So, uh, yeah, you guys will have to figure out. It, it'll be like a total rental for oxen cart for you know like the three days you need for like five golds. But you also need to put down twenty golds of security deposit, which you will get back if it comes back unharmed. I Relatively unharmed. I think the shop owner or the owner of the material will judge when he gets it back. I mean, it's, okay. a, it's an oxen cart, so a few nicks on the cart probably isn't the end of the world, but a dead ox is. Okay. Which, if that ox dies, um, you're going to have to move that cart by hand. That'll be fun. <laughs> we have very different, very different definitions of that word. We've been sitting talking for a long time, and probably everyone else is relatively used to this by now, but Susiana might notice by this point that Hamish has got like a small oh. mount mound of dead skin that he's been peeling off himself sitting in front of him at the table. There it is. Throw that in there. Uh, there it is. Susiana's gonna ignore that. Because she's having a very productive like mission. Just plan. like everybody else, we're all pointedly ignoring it. Yeah, we're, she's having a productive like mission planning meeting. So if it if there's ever like 
an extended length of silence she may bring it up but as it is I I think the conversation would go to avoid that part (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. so it sounds like the plan is to rent an oxen cart and get maybe a couple lengths of rope which are cheap and then in the morning go leave for the high mantle forest to try and catch this Etten. yes okay so we also discussed other shopping uh we should probably get a crossbow for jeremy thinking like a light crossbow Mm -hmm. so that's 25 gold jeremy doesn't have any money so someone's gonna have to buy that but i can equip it to us hamish will buy it for him it's a light actually as everybody go else goes out shopping v will want to take a second talk to joyce one-on-one sure what about She'd kind of approach it like, oh, Joyce, you know everything that goes on in this office because, well, you're Joyce. Because of course you do. <laughs> because of course you do. Uh, what's up with the whole uh, Jacova Susiana thing? Oh, that? <laughs> yeah, I heard the whole thing. So the other day, you're talking gossip now. She's in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and V has been working hard since she got here. Respectful and nice relationship with Joyce that has been established. Oh, absolutely. So the moment you bring up the, the moment you bring up some sweet gas, she's she's all here. Okay, so all right, yeah, I heard the whole thing. So the other day, this, this so this chick has been coming in like every day for pretty much since the festival, right? Like a week. Mm-hmm. I told her, yeah, yeah, Drow boy's coming in. He'll be around. Whatever. Drow boy. So I didn't know that she was an ex, right? She just kept coming in and asking for him and leaving. I didn't get anything mm-hmm. of it. So she finally just one day walks in to my office and just bursts through. And at first I was going to be pissed. I was going to have to knock her lights out. But but then she runs into Jacoba and she starts yelling at him about how he abandoned her and how her his father died. It is... It is amazing. I'm not sure how they're going to repair the relationship because it sounded like they were kind of serious and he just up and left. And now I'm thinking, like, if you're if you're really that serious in the first place, why would you leave, right? If you're committed, you'd go back. Like we all He's nodding that. along to all of this. Like, yes, yes, of course, you are so right. <laughs> in the chat, you're goddamn right she was right there. <laughs> I, I never, I never put it together. This is why Joyce likes V Fuck. and she doesn't like the others, okay? Because V recognizes Joyce. <laughs> um, excuse me, Liam recognizes Joyce as well, but she just gives him the fuck you right off. Because you're not speaking her language. <laughs> V's now. Uh, do I just got to be angry and bitter and like three feet tall? No. The language. I mean, you got two out of the three of those. <laughs> <laughs> My roommate just comes by and he's like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> no, the language is is hot goss. Hot goss. You got to be spilling the tea and no one is talking about tea. <laughs> you didn't think. Well, I mean, if you guys were asking about it, you're just saying you were talking about tea. I'll talk about tea all day. Well, but you never talked about Oh, you're about talking tea. about a different kind of tea, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never talked about tea with Joyce. You said, hi, how's it going? And she's like, eh. But the moment V walks up and starts talking about spilling tea, Joyce is all about spilling the tea. <laughs> and V's like, yes, all this hard work has paid off. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So she gets the whole story based on what she heard from Susie, overheard from Susiana yelling in that, you know, they they were together for a while, pretty serious, were bards together, kind of like a two-person band thing, but then his dad died, and then he left, and his dad was disappointed in him because he didn't travel enough, and so he went to travel, but he didn't go get his partner for that, so he traveled on his own, and then he got in trouble with the fang because he snitched, <laughs> and she kind of grimaces at the snitching, but also it's the fang, so eh, she's not really a fan of either side, but yeah, she gives the whole <laughs> data dump. <laughs> I and think you have. Is- I think you have your timeline a little uh, confused there. Uh, do I? Which part? I think. Like, I think it was like his dad died, and then like on his way to go back to wherever the fuck. Well, I was pretty sure. Like that's. Pretty sure he was always like gonna like travel. He was gonna move on. He was gonna go back to Brightport. He was gonna go somewhere else, and he was gonna write to her. But then he snitched on the Fang, and then got chased out of town, and became a fugitive and worried for his life. I need to read the thing again, but that's how I remember it being. Yeah. Was that like when he they they had agreed to go meet back up, but then his dad gave him the whole spiel of like how like Jacoba has failed as a bard and that hit him really hard. Yeah, he promised his dying father that he would travel the world. Okay. Uh, yeah, he swore to his dying father that he would travel the world, and uh, he tried to stay in touch, but he grew apart because he felt really ashamed of himself for, first of all, being a disappointment to his father, but also leaving, at best, giving the occasional letter and then stopping those letters, and then eventually he got into deep shit with the fang. Well, the letters never stopped there. They were in a box under his bed. But he, she stopped getting them. Like, there were yeah. there were a couple at first, but then, like, she just stopped receiving them. So, yeah, that's like the, the full spilled tea. V is now in the loop about the whole Susiana Jacoba thing. So she's going to look very thoughtful and be like, interesting. So to sum up, Jacoba fucked up and now Susiana's single. Uh, yeah, I think they're kind of patching things up, but I mean, I don't think it would work out. Hmm. I mean, he hurt her pretty bad. I'd be hurt, right? I, I would be so hurt. I'd want to move on as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I, I... this conversation is just between the two of them. She waited till everyone went out shop. <laughs> you get your turn. Hamish <laughs> didn't go shopping. Can, just gave can... Jeremy the money for a crossbow. <laughs> He's sitting at a table right now and like doing stuff you don't want to know about. Well, that's fine because we're in Joyce's reception area. From, from what I'm, from what I'm hearing, uh, Liam's the only one who Liam and Susiana have gone shopping. Shit. No, Jeremy went with them. I think. He oh, Jeremy went with them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So can I, can I, can I share a tangent with you guys because it's uh, oddly fitting and and uh, a magical story. Also, tangents so, are what we do, and I think we're going to be hitting near the end of this session anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I was going to CrossFit. Uh, I started doing. Uh, I was doing partner Racker then, um, and uh, the yoga instructor there was really nice and awesome. Um, and I talked to her a lot. She has a daughter about my age that apparently she kept wanting to introduce to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, her other daughter, who I'm friends with, Ingrid, uh, would go up to her and just be like, you know, I 
I get I get what you're saying, but I just I just don't see it working between them. I'll Not try, try to be very gently like it wouldn't work out. <laughs> oh no. No, no, no. She was purposely omitting the fact um, <laughs> that I am not interested in women. Um, and so every time her mother brought it up, she'd be like, yeah, no, I just, there's something there I don't see working. Um, and that went on for like a good couple of months. Jesus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, that's the kind of people I hang out with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good God. <laughs> all right. So, yes, V has gotten all the spilled tea. Beautiful. Joyce is happy to gossip. And she'd be like, Joyce, you are the best, of course. And if I hear anything juicy, I'll be sure to let you know. And uh, she'll hold it a fist for a fist bump. Bark and style. V will fist bump back nice boom the besties now absolutely <laughs> you just gotta keep you gotta keep feeding that hot gossip now we mm-hmm. need to be on the hunt for for uh for some juicy stuff <laughs> yep that's, that's now like a a constant secondary quest <laughs> a cost v has a constant secondary quest to collect the hot guy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. I so, am adding it to the quest log. I am there too. <laughs> when we start guess. our own magazine, that that uh, V's hot gossip column's gonna go in the page after Ask Hamish. <laughs> yes. Speaking of, allow me to add a marker. Do we want to do Dear Hamish and call it a day? Sure. Let's fucking do yeah. this. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening. We have a Discord now, and that will be linked in the description of this episode. And please send all feedback and Dear Hamish letters to dnrfancast at gmail.com. That's the letters, dnrfancast at gmail.com.